What's up, guys? What's going on? We're going to get into the Sixers tonight as they, uh, uh, our first-round opponent is confirmed. We're going to play the uh, Wizards in the first round. We're going to talk about the Phillies' woes and how they're consistently be inconsistent. We got a guest tonight, Rob Vellis of the Rob V Show. Um, might talk a little Flyers, got a little SSCS, a uh, little bit of popcorn. So I'm Ryan. It's Gary. Sean. Welcome to the pub. Hello, everyone. This is Mark McMillan, former Philadelphia Eagle. You're tuning in to the Corner Pub Sports. Corner Pub Sports. What is going on, everybody? Corner Plus Sports coming at you here live on Friday night. Yo, 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 yo. More more alcohol, whiskey, and bullshit. That's what we do. So as Ryan said in the intro, we're going to be joined by a special guest, Rob Velvis of the Rob V Show. We'll be joining us in a little bit, uh, probably about 15 minutes or so. He'll be joining the show. We're going to find out. uh, You're going to find out about his podcast, and trust me, you're going to – I think you're gonna like it. I'm pretty sure you're gonna like if what you his. If you like concept. our show, there's no way you're not yeah. gonna like. Keeps it. me coming day and night. That's right. I'm coming day and night. Uh, did you see me? They come. Um, it's gonna be a lot of fun uh, to have him on, and uh, and um, we're excited to see what what happens. So Mike is gonna be a few minutes late. He'll be joining us in a little bit, and uh, I don't think there's any other way to start off the show than. Ryan is posing with his Dr. J jersey on. As Mike is joining the feed. Hands, 76ers. 76ers begin their first round playoff. What's up, Mike? Mike, what's, up, Mike? what's going what's on? Up, guys? What's up, dude? So um, is Gary ripped again? Because um, yeah, I got the the text message. The text message just seems to imply that he might be. No, no, no. Actually, Gary's making some changes. Oh, good. Yeah, sounds good. Yep. Oh, good for you. Gary's drinking iced tea tonight. He's drinking iced tea. Fucking pussy. Um, <laughs> I'll tee her out or die. Yeah. <laughs> Drink the ice tea, bro. <laughs> oh, shit. For uh, those that can't control ourselves and, right. and, you know, decide to drink in moderation, there's ice tea. What doesn't kill me makes me stronger, Mike. There you go, bro. There you go. So let's get into let's it. Let's do it. Fucking Sixers finally got their first round opponent confirmed. We're going to play the Washington. What, what are they? The Bullets? The, it doesn't matter if they're the Bullets, Wizards. I don't care who the fuck it is. Yeah. Um, like a pussy with a nice landing strip. Let's get in it. Straight up. <laughs> I cannot wait to Fucking see right in the pussy. Ben Simmons guard these guards. I can't wait. It's going to be a 
fucking spectacle. Like, I'm interested. I'm like, I, you guys know how I feel about basketball. I'm not a big fan, but I'm interested in watching the duel between Russell and Joel. Uh, it's mm-hmm. gonna be fun. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't, they don't like each other. I thought you know, he gets all in his feelings. I don't feelings. know what happened. He got open his feelings. Yeah, they don't like each other, man. And, and, a little and bit. I, I got to be honest. Like, of all, of all players, uh, Marshawn's up there. But there's a few that play now, play the game now, that I just cannot stand the, their face and their actions. Sidney Crosby, Russell Westbrook. He's, is, number, one he's number one on my list. I cannot stand him. Is I, he like a Matthew Barnaby, like an agitator? It's worse, if you ask me. Like, Because he's the, better. Yeah, because he's a – So he produces. It's weird. The guy averages – like, he's a first player from since Oscar Robinson to basically average a triple-double for his career. For his career. And he's, yeah, he just broke Oscar Robinson's yes. record of right. career triple What is it, 182, Mike? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Why is he such a dick? But – at the same time, you're averaging, say, 20, 10, and 10, and throughout his career, he doesn't seem to make anybody better. No. No, he does not. Like, it's it's the weirdest fucking thing. The weirdest thing. But see, that attitude and grit, wouldn't you not admire that on your team? No, I wouldn't want... You wouldn't want Westbrook would. on this team? No. He would make them worse because he has to have the ball, and he doesn't make anybody better. I'd rather have Simmons as my guard. Like, I... I People may call me nuts because Simmons doesn't shoot. But th- how long has Westbrook been in the league now? Ten? Ten years? Yeah, something like that. But that, that attitude. He's, he's that, never made anybody better. Like no. that fuck you attitude you wouldn't love to have that on your team. We have that fuck you attitude in Embiid. Yeah. Caller's, oh. caller's got a point. Um, Yeah, I, I – his whole mentality, the way he acts, I, I'm not I'm not a fan. I, I've never liked him. I've never liked him. And now we finally get to play him in the playoffs. It's it's first time in a long time. Probably Well, he's first. been in the West he's been on the West Coast the whole his whole But not career, but right? not him, but even Washington in general. It's the first time thirty five years. Thirty five oh. years. So before the Tom Gugliotta days. Yeah. It's before those Who's days. Thirty five years ago. Who? Tom Gugliotta. Who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was a good player, Let's man. He flip a fucking pizza. English, motherfucker, <laughs> do you speak it? Yeah, that's wait. I mean, it's going. Yeah, that's a long the time. Thirty-five years. So what's that? Eighty-six, eighty. Yeah, eighty-six. Something like that. Eighty-six. Yeah. yeah. Dang. They had a good squad in eighty-six too. That was a. Uh, I was twelve. Barkley, Hawkins, uh, Daryl Dawkins on that team. Yeah. Dude. Speaking of that, speaking of eighty-six, eighty-five and eighty-six are on Corner Pop Popcorn tonight. Eighty-five uh, is a very good year. Yeah, I was surprised when you start reading some of them off. It's you look at '86, Mike. Is it a good year? Yeah, it's it's not bad. Yeah. It's right. it's so so. Yeah. All right, yeah, it should be fun. '86. That's, that's later on in the show. '86. We'll hit the Phillies. We'll hit on uh, football. Some uh, Eagles made a move this week. We'll do SSCS this week. We got some other stuff, but uh, yeah, obviously we're starting with the Sixers. Uh, and like I said, Rob Rob Velvis will be joining us in a few minutes. So I'm gonna call it right now, dude. I put it in the text thread. Sixers don't lose a game till the conference finals. Oh. They sweep the first and second round. <laughs> Call that'd, be, it. Uh, that'd be interesting. Call on it. Man, I, I, you're going to be disappointed, I believe. Yeah, I, I'm not going there. I think they lose a the game in this year. I don't think it's a sweep. Five I, games. Yeah, I think it's five. I, I yeah. I, this is uh, Fuck but, that. But, but like Gary was saying, though, like Bradley Beal. Westbrook, they're they're too they're too talented to get swept out. Like, I know that they're a team that had to play the play-in game to get into this point, 
to get to this point, I should say, to play the Sixers. But um, Bradley squeal. They they can cause some problems. But they also you got to give uh, Washington a little bit of credit. You got to remember they started horrendously. Yeah, they were like, horrible. They were very very bad. So over, I think it's something like over the last fifty games, they're like I, I think it's thirty two and eighteen or something. Wow. So you you, you got to give them a little bit of credit. They figured something out. They're just not talented enough to be. It's just entertaining basketball. No, they're not going to be. No, 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 no. If this series goes six, I'm worried. I'm 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 a little like, uh, yeah, I'm a little concerned. Like thinking, okay, you're much better than this team. You shouldn't you shouldn't go six games. Yeah, I mean they're I mean they're extremely top heavy. I mean I, I don't think that really other anyone other than Beal or or Westbrook is really. A productive player. Mm-hmm. They got two. Um, they got two process players on that team, like cheese. Um, it's uh, <laughs> cheese. It's processed. Uh, Ish Smith and oh, they do. oh Ish. Uh, there's there's somebody else. He's gonna Ish the bed. Yeah. This series. Yeah. I well, yeah. Where is that? Speaking of process players, where's Cannonball? Where's he at? I actually liked him. I say he can. Yeah, that's a good question. I have to Don't look know. that. I have to look that one up. I say he can. So I you, actually liked him. He was a. Well, what are you thinking, Mike? Uh, I think it's five. I think the six was in five. I think they do lose a game. I think that Washington's a pretty, you know, they're <laughs> they're better than a, a lot of the eight seats. It's it's such a weird year, like the. It, all the teams are half decent. There isn't that many dregs, I guess. And I think that the top eight two actually made it in, right? Washington played better yeah, to get yeah. in. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a team like Indiana um, which fell I, completely off. Which, uh, not to cut you off, but I can't believe they were even in the play-in. Like, that, that team's got a lot of talent yeah. on it. Yeah, well, they they lost Miles Turner. I think he got ended up getting hurt. Um, they he's traded Oladipo, right? He's in the he protocol, Miles Turner. Oh, is he? Okay. Uh, just so well, you know, Isaiah Cannon is playing for the UNICS Kazan of the VTB UNITY. That's the unity UNITY VTB United League. Who sung it? So yeah, he's he's not playing in the NBA anymore. Is that, a, is that go figure? Um, um, Queen Laquifa. Is that yeah, that's Queen Laquifa? Yeah. U-N-I-T-Y, that's the unity. Yeah, but oh, I, yeah, that's when she wore the hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but isn't that a, wasn't that a uh, remake, though? Wasn't that a Rick James song? Rick James did Unity? I thought he did a song called Ooh, Unity. Ha, unity. I thought he did a song called Unity. A grown-ass man going to put my feet all over his motherfucker's couch. <laughs> remember, cause, remember he, he wore the uh, thing he wore the thing said Unity? Unity! Oh, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> and his head. And <laughs> <laughs> Go get your boys. Get your boys and pancakes. Cocaine's so, a hell of a drug. Ah, our guest, is, our guest is joining Glasses. us. What's up, fellas? Rob Yo. Velvis, what's going on, man? What's going on? What's Welcome up, to brother? the show, buddy. Nice to be here. Yeah. Look at that set up. Yeah, that's a nice set. Oh, yeah. All kinds of cool stuff over there. Yeah, this is the uh, the baby studio. The big ones in the city, but this is the uh, this this is a lot easier when you have it set up in your apartment. You know what I mean? There you go. Mm-hmm. It's funny. So when I when I posted the promo picture of the show, 
there were some of those pictures are behind it, and I got worried for a second. I was like, "Oh shit, this promo might get taken down." Because I thought the I thought there was bare breasts. Oh yeah. no, man, someone's gonna report it. And it was like, and Mike, and Mike over there, Mister Working from Home over there, he goes, uh, "Oh no, nah, dude, it's good. It's a tan bikini." I'm like, "You look that close." <laughs> he was great. You can't you can't you can't talk to me and say that like you you posted a promo of titties on on the site and yeah. don't expect me to like investigate yeah, I mean, Mike, it's, Mike not, was, it's non-nipple titties yeah mike was gonna whack it but you know they weren't exposed enough <laughs> ah, that's all right I, I i can send you pictures if you really want I mean, uh, yeah, I'm, yeah I'm sure. hey, what's going on man <laughs> yeah, best friend over here. so so rob i'm sean uh mike's mike's the one that's labeled working from home and then the two guys you see there to the left with the sixers jerseys ryan and then raising his hand there is gary so uh, just so you know who's who's talking to you. But, man, Rob, welcome to the show. We were talking Sixers, but before we be, – because we, we can talk Sixers in a second. Before we get to that, uh, for those who don't know, um, Rob is from the Philly area. Rob does a show called The Rob V Show, and it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and he has a, a – how am I going to how am I gonna say this? He has the luxury of having some absolutely amazing guests on his program. And uh, I got so many questions for you, dude. Um, but first of all, I, why don't you, why don't you tell why don't you tell the listeners, you know, basically like you know how you got started, why you got started, and, and where the concept came from. I mean, I st- well, I always love radio. I started well, my first ever job. I worked for a really small AM station in Lansdale called WNPV. Uh, they they well, they're defunct as of two years ago. They were probably the best cover people that covered high school football the best. So I worked started working there. Um, and then actually, I, I take that back. Before that, I had an internship at WIP doing marketing, which, you know, you think you get an internship at WIP and it's, oh, you're going to be on the radio. No, 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 no. You got to do marketing stuff, which is like, you know, filling brochures out and stickers and sending stickers. It's just, it's boring. It's horrible. Busy work. So, yeah. It's, it's, it's not what you want. Or filing uh, ads for commercials in the, you know, in the filing cabinet. It was, it was horrible. So my last day, they're like, well, what do you want to do? I'm like, for your last day, I'm like, oh, I want to sit in with Big Daddy Graham because Big Daddy Graham was the guy that, you know, I always listened to. I always loved. They're like, all right, well, you go sit on the show. So I sit on a Big Daddy show and we talk a little bit and then my internship is over and, and you know, nothing, nothing comes of it. About like a year later, I'm at a bar with my buddy Dave Brown and Blue Belt, PJ Willihans, when they first opened. And we just, it was just random. We came for a Trenton Thunder game of all places. I, I don't know how he had free tickets or something. So we were hanging out after the game. And Big Daddy's there doing an appearance, and I said something funny. I don't know what I said. He turns around. He's like, Rob, how the hell are you? What have you been up to? I'm like, oh, you know, nothing, Big Daddy, you know. He's like, listen, I can't pay you, but you want to come be my intern? That's I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I come be your intern. I want to get into the radio business. And, and for you kids listening, if you want to get into the radio business, don't go to school for it. Intern, mm-hmm. intern, intern, intern some more. Cause that's, and meet as many people as you can. Because mm-hmm. that's the only way you're going to get your foot in any kind of door. So I become Big Daddy's uh, first, oh, second intern. His first intern, actually, is my buddy Jay, who actually owns and operates Double Visions in Horsham, which is ironic. Dude, I, I, I literally work across the street from that place. Okay. Well, right. we'll have to meet there sometime. Drinks yeah. on me. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. That's amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. So me and Jay are is uh, so. Do you want this the longer bridge story? Oh, of everything? dude, you got two hours. You got it. The floor is yours, sir. Stop me at any point. Yeah, uh, so good. as I got the internship and me and Jay, you know, we started intern there. And of course, at the time, my brother's three years older than me. So all his friends would listen because we were on from two to five in the morning. So when the bar is done, they're turning on the radio show. Mm-hmm. 
And my first thing I had to do to become a quote unquote intern was Big Daddy's like, hey, Rob, I can't do his voice right. I'm going to screw up. Hey, Rob, there's a car on 76 at the exit at City Line Avenue. It's been sitting there for months. I wanted, I wanted it off the road or you don't get your internship. I was like, well, how the hell am I going to, what am I going to do here? I don't know what I'm going to do. So I call, I don't know if I called, I called somebody in the city. I don't know who I called. I said, listen, can somebody please move this car? I'm Big Daddy's intern. If someone can move it, uh, you know, I get my interns. You figure nothing's going to happen. Well, of course, everybody listens to Big Daddy Graham. Wouldn't you know it? The car got moved within an hour. That's amazing. Oh, wow. Nice. So the, car, the car gets moved, so I'm his intern. Now, two important things happened uh, on his radio show. The first one was my nickname, which I can laugh about it now, but back then it wasn't funny. So somehow word got out, and this was when I'm 24. Again, this isn't something I like to promote, but it, it's funny it gave me my name. Big Daddy finds out from one of my best friends who calls in to tell Big Daddy that I'm still a virgin at 24, which was horrible at the time. Now, again, you can laugh at it. So he goes, oh, I got his nickname, Intern Virgin Rob. So IVR was born. Uh... So there's, there's my nickname. So then uh, the other infamous incident on that show, he had he's great friends with Don Herrero, great Philly comic. Dude, I, it just, that like, just hit me. I, I, I just put two and two together. I had no idea. Like, I never realized that was you until just now. There you go. Small world, right? Oh, my God. That's amazing. I'm sorry. Yeah. Continue. That's hilarious. So that so then uh, Don Herrera, one of his uh, great comedian in Philly, been in The Big Lebowski, been in a bunch of movies. Mm -hmm. He just kept on doing a, a, a set in Atlantic City. Now, one of my segments on the show was, what have you done? What, what, what happened on this day? So you go different dates, things that happen. I'm reading the sheet. And I have the sheet in front of me. I go. President Carter gets attacked by killer. Press Carter gets attacked by killer rabbit. I go, Big Daddy. I don't know who Press Carter is, but getting attacked by a killer <laughs> rabbit sounds pretty funny. So Big Daddy laughs it off. We don't think anything of it. About two hours later, Don Herrera calls in. He goes, Big Daddy, that is some of the dumbest radio I've ever heard in my life. But at the same time, it's the funniest <laughs> I've ever heard. It's not Press Carter. It's President Jimmy Carter. You jackass. <laughs> So he 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 thought that was great. It was hilarious. Oh, and the, was there like so there was a killer rabbit? Like didn't yeah, somebody get the whole killer rabbit attached President Carter? I didn't know that. Yeah, you can look it up. A rabbit. I don't know if I have rabies or what. It just said President Carter gets attacked by killer rabbit. I thought it was interesting, so I fuck? I went. Yeah, you, you, can, you can Google it. I'm sure it's there somewhere. Maybe it had rabies, is my guess. So as this is going on, I get a job at WNPV in Lansdale, which is a very tiny radio station, doing high school football. And I, and I learned a lot. The one thing I learned was my sports director, Jeff Nolan, great guy, he always said, you got to be prepared. I'm like, I don't got to be prepared to do radio. I just show up and I go do radio. Mm -hmm. well, I, didn't, I didn't know. And all I was doing was producing and hosting the halftime show. Well, if you're going to talk about high school football, you better know about the teams. <laughs> you can't just say the scores. So I learned the hard way. My first broadcast was horrible. I'm like, oh, well, I got to be up on high school football. The other thing that happened to me that, that if you've ever seen Private Parts, Howard Stern has the carts uh, where he's putting the, the tapes in, and they all mm. get knocked down, the whole board gets screwed up. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm petrified because at the time, you would put CDs in, and, I, and all the CDs were stacked up to play the commercials. Oh, no. And I didn't want to screw it up, and I had this, 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 this fear of, of ha knocking everything down. Sure enough, of course, that I knocked everything down. Oh, God. Yeah. Same exact scenario. And everybody sees it in the other studio, and they're cracking up. They think it's the funniest thing in the world. So it, that, that was me at WNPV. Now, the, the genesis for the Rob V show started with Big Daddy Graham. He used to do an appearance at Club Risque every Monday night football. 
mm-hmm. and he would give out uh, he'd do an appearance and he'd do trivia during halftime. So if you win a trivia question, you would get a voucher for a free lap dance. That was your that was your. That was your <laughs> So I would go down I'm like, dude, I got to go down with you and hang out at the strip club and then we'll go do the show. He's like, that's awesome. So then he would start bringing back dancers and DJs to come on the air at three or four o'clock in the morning. They were done. I'm sitting here. I'm like, you know what? I, I love sports. I love sports, but I don't want to talk sports all the time. Like, what if you did a show with just hot chicks and then you talked about other stuff? That's where I had the, the idea in my head to do it. So then that went on. The internship ended. And then my buddy, Glenn Tanner, this is going back 10 years ago. He's like, Rob, why don't you just start a podcast? And no one knew it a goddamn no, podcast. No, not 10 years ago, no. I mean, we, we've been at it for six years, and I thought we were early, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knew. So he sets me up on Blog Talk Radio. You literally plugged, oh, your, phone yeah, in, yeah. You plugged your phone into the computer, and the, your microphone was the, your phone, and then you had, like, a soundboard, and it was, it was cool. And I did maybe, I don't know, 10, 20, 20 shows maybe. If I have about a 20 show, I'm like, nobody's listening. And this is just me at my at my house with my brother and my best friend after an Eagles game just talking. And I stopped. And then after a week of stopping, I got emails, people going, why'd you stop doing the show? I'm like, people are listening, even if it was it was 10 people. I'm like, OK, I guess there's 10 people listening. Mm-hmm. So that graduated into my buddy, J.D. Clark, was a touring musician. He knew these guys in Jersey uh, that were just starting this thing called Gas House Radio. And it was yes. an Internet radio oh, station. Yeah. Yep. And Dustin calls me here on gas. And he's like, Rob, why don't you come? Why don't you come on board, do your show? And at this point, it was still just me doing the show. I'm like, sure. We start doing it. He then calls. He's like, hey, I got a studio for you in Northeast Philly. So my buddy CM Carroll owned a record label called Toil Records in the Northeast. Yes, sir. They, yep. they, they give me a studio. I, I, every time I talk to CM, you know, listen, it wasn't the nicest studio in the world, but it was a studio and it was mine. I could do whatever I wanted. And they let me do whatever I wanted. And then all of a sudden, I, I bring in my producer, Brian Gallagher, and this is a great story. So Brian literally found, and he, he worked at WIP. He got fired from WIP, and he found out about my show while he was in a holding cell after he got arrested for a DUI. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like our kind of guy. Yeah. yeah. Welcome Which, to the show. Yeah. yeah. So then Brian comes in. He becomes the producer. And Brian <laughs> shows me how to book guests. I didn't know how to book guests back then. Right. How, how to find an agent, how to find a manager and bring people in. And he goes, hey, I can get Jackie Joy in, who's a porn star from Jersey. Let's get her to come down. Like, you think she'd come down? He's like, yeah. So I tell everyone I know, everybody's there. There's probably 30, 40 people in this little cramped studio. We all got all kinds of booze. Jackie comes in. It's great. I'm like, you know. I think there's something here. <laughs> I, I think I don't know what, but having hot women on because the premise of the show is me just talking about my life and then having the girls on mm-hmm. the girls bring the people into the show. So then all of a sudden the AVNs come around and I do this and you can go on YouTube and find it. I had this huge crush at the time. I use I use in quotes at the time on with Lisa Ann. Oh, yes. And Yes. And so I wanted to, and I didn't know anyone in the business and she, they were on the contest, win a date to the Avians with Lisa Ann. So Brian's there and we're, we're doing the show and he goes, and he, this is right when Twitter starts and he goes, Hey, Lisa Ann's at the Phoenix Sky Harbor International Airport. I go, okay. I go, let's page her live on here. Let's page Lisa Ann at the airport. So we do. And the whole, whole thing's recorded. <laughs> it then awesome. goes out to multiple media outlets. She flips out saying she was endangered, which I don't see how that happened. <laughs> uh, to this day, oh, she's geez. still. It pissed at me. Oh, wow. Oh, she still won't talk to me. I've tried millions of times to to smooth it over. She won't. She's actually called. This hasn't happened in a while, but she's called people and said, don't go on Rob's show because she doesn't like me. Oh, jeez. 
Yeah, now that hasn't happened in a long time. So then, so after all that happens, my brother gets the idea, Rob, why don't you go to the AVNs? I'm like, they're not going to let me go to the AVNs. I'm just some guy doing a podcast. My brother goes, email him. So I email him. Sure enough, I, I get credentials to the AVN Awards. The red carpet. They let me do the radio show at the Hard Rock. And, uh, and what happens is the AVNs, I don't know awesome. if you guys know this, they were founded at Temple University in Philadelphia. Did not know so, that. Really? Yeah. So part of Temple shirt now. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, there you go. There you so go. I, You're representing the porn industry right there, Mike. <laughs> there you go, Mike. So Paul Fishbein, who went to Temple in the early 80s with his friends, they just started doing a magazine reviewing porns, and it just went around campus. It was just some funny thing. That then went to the became the AVNs. He then sells it for like $25 million. But the reason they wanted me there was because there was a connection – to Philadelphia because mm-hmm. no one knew that Philadelphia and the, they didn't know anything about that. So after I go to the AVNs, I meet a bunch of people. The show starts to grow more. We still have more porn stars on. I then my, now I've known him for almost 10 years. Quimby who operates the green Legion. Quimby comes on board. He's like, he's like, listen, we got to move this studio place mainly not because he wanted to do studio because he didn't feel like driving from Northern liberties to the Northeast. Mm-hmm. We move it to his place. Hollis Thomas comes on board from the Eagles. Nice. Uh, and, you know, the, the, I don't know if you want to say the rest is history, but we've had, you know, uh, oh, I'm good friends with the guys in CKY. They come on. Every porn star in the business you can think of have come on. Um, different athletes have come on. Um, you know, there's been there's 415 of these things. You can go watch them and, and, and listen to them. So hopefully I didn't bore you too much with no, that Green, story. Green oh. Legion's gotten uh, gotten huge. Actually, I was just I was actually just talking to, to uh, someone over there today about the Vegas trip. So, so, so you – so your show is like you talk sports. You obviously are a sports fan, and you just bring a porn star in to see what happens. Uh, well, it's not. Oh, see, we uh, it's, sometimes it's porn stars. It could be models. It could be dancers. I could have comedians in, but the girls pretty much come in to draw the listeners in, and then pretty much I do talk some sports, but the majority of it is my personal life. What is that? Whatever is going on in Rob's life, that's what we're talking about, and then we promote the girl that's on. So if you know, if uh, uh, Allure Jensen's in and Allure's in, we talk about what's, what Allure's going on, what, what she's got going on, and then tell her to tell interesting stories because all of these girls have phenomenal stories. I mean, oh, yeah. You just let it, like, we flew Priya Rye in for my foreign show, and I just said, Priya, go. And she just starts telling stories, and Hollis kept interrupting, and we told Hollis she's got to be a professional. Um, <laughs> she's it, she's you, hot you, as shit. <laughs> yeah, she's, uh, she's, a, she's awesome. She's, yeah. she's a great chick. Um, and yeah, just pretty much just bring the girls in and listen, nine times out of 10, it's pretty, I'd say PG 13. It's not as crazy as mm-hmm. people would think. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. No, because, there's, yeah. there's a show where it gets off the rails. There's no question about uh, it. Right. We, we know a little bit about that. That's so, uh, we had a question. So one of our listeners, Mark Polsky wants to know who's on your wall behind you. So the, these calendars are the Philly's finest calendar, which is produced by the Green Legion. They produce one every year, which uh, promotes uh, the Green Legion. Uh, Robin is here on the left. Robin's actually a mom. She's in her late forties, believe it or not. Uh, who we have here? Autumn is over here. I, I don't know if she wants me to tell where she works, so I won't. Um, Allison Pre- is over there. She's Pre- awesome. And to the far left, I call her my out-of-town wife. And I'm going to forget what her name is at the Green Legion. But if you call the Green Legion for anything, you probably speak to Connie. And she's all the way on the far left over there. Oh, my God. That's Con- that's what I talked to today, actually. Yeah, be, be nice talk- to Connie. I literally talked to Connie today. Be nice wow. to Connie. <laughs> that's amazing. 
Hey, Connie, are you that half-naked chick on Rob's wall? <laughs> be, be nice to her. She's awesome. I love no, her. No, no, she was, she was very uh, very uh, responsive, quick to respond, I should say, and uh, and help me with my uh, my matter. So, no, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, man, that's, that's so cool, dude. Um, all right, so I got to ask you. So, I mean, you know, I don't know. How, how long do you want to stay on? No pressure, dude. You can stay on as little, as long as you want. I got nothing to do. I got plenty of vodka to make martinis, so I'm, I, got, I got nowhere to go. Nice. So, so I'm going to ask because I'm sure it's going to come up at some point. So you, you've had some of these these uh, stars and models and dancers in your studio. Mm-hmm. What? And you've done you've done ping pong. I mean, you've done the whole thing. He's he's done the bikini ping pong, everything. What's the craziest? And if you don't want to use names, completely understand. But what's okay. the craziest thing that's happened? The craziest thing that's happened. If you say um, if you say Molly did something, I, I'm gonna crack up. <laughs> who? Molly? Molly. Oh, Dalton. yeah, Dalton. Yeah, that, that that's another thing. But she's falling off the radar. She's on Rob's shit list currently. Yeah, but, ours too. So yeah. But I I don't I don't you know the old me would have flipped out about it. But like okay whatever. That's now I'm like ah, whatever. It is what it is. But anyway, the craziest thing. Hmm. Um. Well, this one I can tell because we've told on the air a million times, and he doesn't care if I tell it, so I'll tell it again. So we had a girl on. She was a cam girl, and she was a dominatrix. And she hooked. She. I, I'll be the person. I'll be the glutton for punishment. She hooked my nipples <laughs> oh, up and electrocuted oh, no. me and all kinds, uh, all kinds oh of crazy my shit. God. Nice. So, <laughs> so we go out partying that night, and we go out and we hang out, and uh, we come. You know, we uh, we go back to the condo, and then I leave. And I remember it was raining that night. I'm I'm driving home, and my phone's ringing. Quimby never calls me on my way home. He just doesn't. He's like, yo, dude, he's like, did you turn the camera off? I'm like, I, I turned my camera off. I don't know what you did with your camera. Well, here come finds out. She comes back with him. He bangs her. But the webcam stream was still on. <laughs> so everybody saw it. So in a sense. Oh, oh what, no. Are so you kidding sense, me? Oh, no, I'm not kidding you. Oh, my and, God. And why, this, and why this is going on, his phone keeps ringing and ringing. And ring. he doesn't know why it's ringing. It's because everyone sees what's going on. I mean, I would say that was probably, I mean, the craziest thing. I mean, I mean, there, there's and I won't go into who was involved or what was involved. But on one of my birthdays, I won't use any names. Uh, they go, hey, go go into the back room and uh, there's a surprise for you for your birthday. I go, I, OK, so I go into the back room and there's girls eating each other, girls eating each other out, uh, doing some illegal substances. I won't say what they were. And they're like, all right, have fun. Happy birthday. I mean, these are the kind of things that went on. Or we just had photo shoots. You know, girls don't hot girls don't mind walking around naked. It just it's there. It is what it is. So you might walk into the condo and there's a photographer and there's five naked girls walking around. Or we'd have the pizza delivery guy was great. We'd have the girls answer the door naked. So the guys would fight to do the delivery. (laughs) That's awesome. That was good. (laughs) But I'd say those are the couple of the crazier ones. If you call them crazy, so, uh, so your yeah. birthday present was basically two uh, two beautiful ladies for the night. It was more than two, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was uh, it was an entertaining afternoon. So how how, mm. how do we get you know the situation happening <laughs> over here? <laughs> that, pa- that patch of hair running the night again. There it is, <laughs> all, all the time. But listen, it's it's not it's really is not as glamorous as you think. Eighty percent of these girls dealing dealing with them is a pain in the ass. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is it is it is just it's like wrangling cats. So don't get me wrong. There's some of them like Brandy loves a friend. Brandy's awesome, 
you know, I can go down the list of all the girls that are cool, but for the ones that are cool, there's 10 other ones that are just a pain in the ass to deal with. And, and the girls will tell you that too. And the thing is too, like that, the, they are professionals. They are, um, you know, they, they are doing it in a way where it's well, professionally empty my sack. You can't. No, no, they're definitely professionals. And, but, the ones that are successful, if you sit down with them, you would have no clue they were a porn star. Right. right. Yeah. That, You'd have no I can imagine that. Like, they're not, I mean, it's their job. They're not, like, putting it, like, all up in your face and everything. It's what they do for a living. Yeah. It, yeah. it is fun to be out with them just in a normal setting and have and wait how long it takes for them to recognize them. That's always a fun game. It's like, how long is it going to take? Is it going to be five minutes? Is it going to be ten minutes? Mm-hmm. But. I'm going to always recognize them every time. It's great. Wow. So, so Rob, like, how long have you been doing, like, this like, like this format of a show? <sighs> this specific, I don't know, I'd say six, seven years, eight years. Some, okay. I'd say eight and a half years, somewhere in that. So you really got started with this when podcasts, like, really started. Like, you've been at it, like, since the beginning, basically. Yeah, I'd say the beginning. Yeah, I, I was in it early, yeah. Uh, yeah, pretty pretty early. And you learn, like, I didn't know how to do any of this shit. You, you have to learn how to work all. Like, 10 years ago, we said, how does this board work? It, it, it'd be like, it's, I have no idea how it works. Yeah. But we, don't, we, you know, we, the only way you got. I'm sorry. We started this, what, six years ago now? And yeah. it was just uh, in Sean's basement. With uh, We hooked everything up to the computer, and we just, and it's just, you know, it's, we didn't know what the fuck we were doing. Yeah. We, yeah, still, don't, I we learned, still don't know what I, we're doing. I learned by screwing up constantly. And knowing what I screwed up, and that's why I learned everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds about right. No, you know, yeah, that's, that's, how sounds, you, that's how you do it. It's pretty yeah. much the way with everything, isn't it? No, you're right. It's 100 percent that way. It's funny you mentioned Toil Records. Um, shit, I'm trying to remember the name of the band. Was it Citadel? Yeah, that might have. That was one of them. Jason Carr was the, the long, yeah, long yeah, blonde yeah. hair. Yeah, so I was in a band years ago, and uh, that dude Jason was the coolest dude. And yeah, they were they were signed to Toil and. Uh, um, yeah, we used to play with them all the time. And so as soon as you mentioned, it, I'm like, oh my god, it's a flashback. That name like, sounds really yeah. Familiar. They were they were good. They were heavy. Yeah, they were yeah. a really heavy band. Yeah. I don't oh, remember. So- like I went to a lot of your shows. I I don't like particularly remember, but it sounds familiar. Yeah. You a, a funny band story. Remember the band Octane? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I love Octane. So my one buddy knew Octane's manager. I'm like, dude, Octane will come in and play. I'm like, they're gonna really? Oh, that's awesome. So CM hooks everything up so their gear's set. And so I'm thinking, okay, it's a rock and roll band. They're going to want alcohol and hot girls. That's what right. I figured they wanted. Oh, no. Yeah, the, the, the one, if it was during Brian's time, he's a heavy Christian, right? Exactly. Okay. Yeah. But no, and this is, this is when I learned to ask questions first instead of assume. You never assume. Assumption is the mother of all fuck-ups, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> Assumption uh, is the mother you, of all you, you, you fuck-ups. You can't spell Great movie. Look, Great right. movie. Yeah. Well, look how you spell it. Ass out of you and me. You just took my line. Yeah. There you go. I'm sorry. Hey. I'm sorry, brother. <laughs> That's all good. I'm sorry. Actually, so, on the Octane thing, I'm sorry, Rob. Not the but that on the Octane yeah. thing. Their first album, if you remember it, on the back cover where they shot that that um that picture. Yeah. That plant is actually around the corner from where me and you grew up, guys. Oh yeah, it's a- that that plant that's on Castor Ave where you turn on to get on 95. And then it, it's got the flames and shit going on. It's like a smelting plant or yeah, something. The, the, the strip club's right there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah we're, um, uh, what the hell is that called now? The um, club? 
Penthouse, yeah. Penthouse. Where the penthouse is now on Castor Ave, that's where they shot that, like around the corner from where we grew up. Okay, okay. Well, the thing was, I didn't know he was a born-again Christian, so after the show, he flips out and storms out. Oh, no. Well, he's a born-again Christian. I'm like, again, information you could have told me yesterday. (laughs) So uh, did you have girls and stuff going on while they were playing this stuff? I had strippers there. We're doing (laughs) (laughs) That's what I figured. You know, they wanted that's, you know, it's a rock and roll band. So I learned you live and you learn. So no matter who I have on, I go, is there something you don't want to talk about or stuff that you don't like? So then I know not to do it from that experience. Oh, that's hysterical. Now, there's, now did Christian Octane know not. what they were getting into? I mean, it's at nothing, some point. But, you know, Christians, you know what I mean, bro? Yeah. Ahead, I, I don't think they did. I, I think my buddy just told him to come to a podcast. I don't think back then he really, really explained it that much. Okay. Yeah, you because I mean? you, like at the point when you're just getting started, you don't want to turn somebody off. I got this guest. We'll deal with it. You know, just get them on the show. Yeah. Exactly. But, you know, you, you you live and you learn things, you know? That's exactly. Not to interrupt, but the Phillies are continuing to find new and exciting ways to, like, be atrocious. You know, everyone's still in the Phillies. It's not just them. It's across baseball, the strikeouts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, it was, there's the strikeouts, but then there's, you know, the you give up a, a, a base hit to score a run. You cut off a guy, and you got a guy caught between second and third, and you get him in a rundown, and you overthrow the second baseman, and it goes to the outfield, and the run scores, and then somebody ends up on third. Uh, yeah. Man. Yeah, they're yeah. a mess. And, and uh, uh, real quick, um, we'll get to the Phillies in a little bit, but um, something you posted recently, Rob, I, I thought was really cool. Um you talked about how how you saw your grandmother for the first time in a year, year plus, I guess. Oh yeah, man, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was. A, well, I've seen her a lot since then, but both my grandparents, yeah. So it sucks not be able to see them, but yeah, they're uh, they're old Italians, ninety eight and ninety seven. God bless them. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, me and Gary. It's funny you said that. Me and Gary have a grandmother who's ninety, and like the whole house, the whole house she you lives in. Bitch. Why would you call? Why would you do that? No, actually, I wish she was a fat bitch so she put some weight on. But honestly, um, the whole house she lives in had COVID, and she didn't get it. She's like a fucking warrior cockroach. But yeah, but but Rob, you you had a story, right? Like your grandmother said something. It was like one of the first things she said to you was about the Phillies. Oh no, I I've seen her a lot since then. She just said to me when I walked in. She because she watches. They're from Jersey, so they're Yankee fans, but they watch the Phillies. My grandmother looks at me. She's like, Rob, this Phillies team strikes out too much, and that's not good for any ball club. <laughs> First thing it's she said. true. Yeah. She, she's 100% on it, man. Like that, that, So baseball has been in this trend now. I don't want to get to it. I'm going to talk some Sixers. But baseball has been in this trend now where it, it's – you know the strikeouts are more than the hits right now, and it's it's an it's an alarming rate. Well, it's last week. Mike Vader made a very good point. Um, they fucked with a game that you shouldn't have fucked with. The analytics are fucking the most purest game that was ever created. Mm-hmm. They're fuck. The analytics are fucking it up. But that's across the entire league. But it's an analytics thing, if you ask oh, right. me. Like, like they're worried yeah, but about. I mean, it makes. I'm sorry. Like hitting a home run is nice every once in a while, but it makes. It, to me, it makes the game boring. Like what watching fucking watching a home run every right. once in a while. Right, like, it, you look, right, like you look back and at, at, uh, what year was it? Um, eighty six, I think, when Mike Schmidt led the league in home runs. He led the league in home runs with thirty five. Mm-hmm. Right. 35. Yeah, no, I mean, there's just 
there's just something about like having runners on base and the excitement of, of having runners on base and what's going to happen. Now everybody swings for now. Now it's all solo home runs because nobody ever gets on base. Like I'd like to have a guy that leads the league in singles, doubles. Yeah, yeah. like uh, Bryce smaller. Harper. Bryce Harper's got eight home runs. Every home run's been a solo home run. I'll tell you the fundamental problem. And I run a semi-pro baseball team, so the best college players in the area play for me. Ex-pros play for me. It starts in college. Because in, in a lot of your bigger programs, they don't teach fundamentals at all. The higher yeah. you go, the less fundamentals they teach. Now, if you're at a D3 school or a D2 school or a JUCO, they're big on fundamentals. But these, you know, the ACC, the SEC, they do not teach fundamentals. Yeah. And that's they just say, like, see the ball, hit the ball as hard as you can. Yeah, the Division, like, the, the division three kids, like, they have to work on fundamentals to get to, to have a chance. Exactly. And, that, and that's the way it is. I mean, it's just – most of these coaches at the bigger time programs, all they are is recruiters. They're not coaches. Mm-hmm. If you look, a lot of your players, a lot of them are coming from JUCOs. They're coming from junior colleges, and they got better. There's better coaches at the junior college level and the D three level than there is at the bigger time level. It's just the way that in, in baseball, it's just the way that it is. That blows. I don't know. I don't know if you, uh, uh, Rob, if you followed uh, Jeff Fry. I uh, used to play for the Rangers back in the day. He's a great Twitter follow. Um, he we, he constantly exposes these coaches who put out these videos, who charge these kids three hundred dollars for a session to teach them these stupid. I mean, the, the worst the worst technique swing I've ever seen. But because he gives you uh, hip movement and, and launch angle and all this stu- all this nonsense, the, the activities that they have these kids do. It's ruining their swing, and we're seeing it now. And this is the scary part. These are guys that these kids have been playing softball be- or softball. Jesus Christ. These kids have been playing baseball before all this stuff really started right. coming to effect. The generation that's coming behind it, like it's what's, gonna, it what's, might get worse. Yeah, like what's baseball going to look like in 10 years? It might get yeah, it's worse. Not, it's not good. I mean, and, and, and it's not just – and I'm going to I'm gonna go on my soapbox here because this pisses me off. It's not just the college. It's these – it's these summer teams, these AAU bullshit teams the, that they pay all this money to go play when most of the kids can't play. Kids don't play Legion anymore, which is horrific. Right. Um, you know, it just and these coaches, these aren't these guys aren't coaches. They're just taking kids money and they'll just tell you, oh, you're going to get drafted. Dude, the, the odds when you watch a spring training game, the guys that are in the ninth inning, you go, oh, those guys suck. They're still the top one percent of baseball players in the world. And right. the guys that are playing and getting paid are the top half percent of baseball guys mm-hmm. in the world. Right. And people don't understand that at all. They don't get it. One hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's um it's insane because now you what you're doing is you're you're seeing kids like I, I hate to bring it up right now because it's sort of subject for everybody, but you're seeing kids like Scott Kingery oh. who come through the system, who actually have a pretty nice swing, you know, hitting for average and all, this, and all of a sudden you're 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 taught a different way of doing things. And, and this is a guy who already made it through. Right. What about these kids that are below him and, and are still working their way through? And with Scott Kingery, like like in particular, like all that that dude, you watch him, he forgot how to play baseball. Like he, he he's completely lost. He's in his own head. Yeah, like he's he's lost. And he's, getting paid. But that's not his fault. But they, he they he, he, he completely lost the feel on how to play ball. Yep. No, you're 100% right. That's horrible. Because me and Hollis, Hollis, I'm a big fan of Scott Kingery. And uh, Hollis, uh, anytime something good happens, I'll text Hollis. Anytime something bad happens, Hollis will text me about Scott Kingery. He'll <laughs> <laughs> do it. Hollis seems like a pretty pretty cool dude, man. Um, uh, I actually tried to reach out to him. I think 
he may have just joined Green Legion Radio, I think, at the time. So maybe he, you know, he was like, ah, I'm already doing this. I don't want to, you know, call he's ruffle, got the personality ruffle any feathers. He, but, yeah. He's really good yeah. at it. He yeah. is. He's hilarious. He's yeah. become a really good friend. If I'm in a bad mood, all I got to do is call Hollis and the day gets better. He's just that's just the kind of guy that he is. And he, going out, he's just he looks like this big, intimidating man. But he's not. He's, he's a big teddy bear. I was that's just, just going to say that. He just seems like a big teddy bear. A nice, lo- like fun loving dude, man. Oh, yeah, 100. He's great to travel with, great to hang out with, you know, just a, you know, just a great guy. And he, listen, he's not your typical pro athlete. He's very personal to people. Don't get me wrong. He has his times where he just wants to hang out with his friends, but it doesn't matter who comes up to him. He'll talk to him, sign an autograph. That's just, that's just how, that's just how he rolls. He's just a great guy. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, Hollis, man, that, 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 uh, that 04 team, man, he was obviously a huge part, no pun intended, uh, a huge part of that team. Share the stories of those 04 teams that he's told me that I can't tell on the air, because those are the stories that should get out. But he can, he won't talk about them because there's some good ones. Oh man! Can I can I ask this? Was yeah. he a fan of Freddie Mitchell? No, I didn't think so. So Freddie Mitchell and I, I don't have to say this. We're jumping all over, and you know what? This is this is kind of this, this is what kind of show is going to be. Oh night. yeah. But but the Tim Tebow story comes out, and whether you like Tim Tebow or not, Jacksonville signed him. And it is what it is. As a tight end. As a tight end, which is insane because there's plenty of tight ends who have worked through the system who deserve a shot before Tim Tebow, in my opinion. I don't hate Tim Tebow as a person. I think Tim, Pe- does Tim Although, Tebow – Although, you know what? I've, I've The funny thing is, is nobody's talking about it. Apparently, Tim Tebow is kind of a dick of a person. I'll be back in 10 seconds. I'm going to refill my martini. Sounds good. Nice. Yeah, I've, uh, you're not, I've heard that about him. Um Kind of like, like he what, like turns his shoulder at you if you don't – like have his beliefs or yeah. kiss his ass or like or yeah i heard that like, like if you ask him to speak you know and this is like somebody like john elway's like wife or something asked him to speak for like some fundraiser or something he's like yeah sure fifty thousand dollars yeah uh, do, do you feel the same do you feel like carson west is the same way a little bit i think he's it i think he is a little bit the same way could be carson yeah is more of a douchebag uh, Carson is more of a douchebag. You don't know Tim Tebow. How right. could you say right. that? <laughs> it's just it seems like Carson Wentz has that same mentality. But we're going down another path here with that. Um, the team Tim Tebow thing to me, um, it's not oh him. God. Like I don't know him personally, so I can't say oh, this dude. What that? I think it's foolish for Urban Meyer to sign him. As a tight end, because of the it's rela- a publicity scenario, right? Because of the relationship he has with Tim Tebow, when this team has a serious need at tight end, mm-hmm. so well, the thing is, you is don't draft one, but you sign a guy who's never played the position, who hasn't been in the NFL in pop, seven years. It's a pompous, irresponsible yeah, but, move, right? Yeah, but you know what the funny thing is? Is like you don't need a publicity move when you draft Trevor Lawrence, right? Exactly, Mike. Like it's right. it's a perfect example to me to someone. Who doesn't know how to coach? Maybe coach is the wrong word, but doesn't know how to function in the NFL. But, like it's not college. Uh, you can't do shit like this in the NFL. This is going to be that. The, if he makes the team, this is going to end bad for Jacksonville. NFL.com number one sales, top five sales, all Tim Tebow merchandise, jerseys, hats. Really? Yep. All today. The, so the girls. Oh, Jesus. So, so the reason why I brought it up is because of the Freddie Mitchell thing. So every time there's a post on Tim Tebow, Freddie Mitchell is the top comment. 
like ho- holding his head, like the holding his head emoji, laughing emoji, crying a laughing emoji, like basically saying like this is a fucking joke that Tim Tebow's in the league. And I'm he's sitting, a joke. And I'm sitting there, th- <laughs> yeah. And I'm sitting there thinking about. It. I'm like, dude, you, you were all fucking millionaire, mil, uh, millionaire matchmaker. You, f- you, you cocksucker. You had one play. You had career. one play in your entire career. At least Tim D- Tim Tebow has sustained. Like I know he's taken, you know, he's, he's taken what five years off, whatever. And it's insane. We all agree that the, the Jacksonville sign him as a tight end is insane. But at least Tim Tebow's kind of made of a name for himself yeah, a little he bit. He had a couple miracle finishes in games in the NFL as a quarterback. Yeah, that, that pass to Demarius Thomas yes. in that playoff game was yeah. crazy. That was against Pittsburgh, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't met Tim Tebow. He comes off like a good guy. I've met Freddie Mitchell. Freddie Mitchell's just an asshole. I met him. I met him one time in Clearwater, and uh, Frag, baby. Frag. I was I was actually the asshole. Uh, my boy, my wife uh, at the time said to me, uh, "Hey, uh, Freddie Mitchell's walking by. You want to take a picture with him?" I said, "Fuck no!" And he's literally walking right in front of me. I said he was known for one good play, and he looks at he he had a, like a nice little afro going, right? And he he just kind of stares off at me. I, I just look up at him. I was like, "You did. You had one fucking play," and he just kept kind of walking. So, like about ten minutes later, I'm looking. I'm like, "Look, look, babe." Look at his stats. Look at his stats. Now I'm going through the stats. This year he had this many receptions. Now, right? made, now right? you're mad about it. Right? Yeah, now, now you're This is fucking ridiculous, yeah. right? I'm going through it. I, I look up, and here he comes walking right by again. He just stares at me again. He's like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and he's, I never forget, he was wearing a, a purple UCLA jacket. And he was on the uh, third base side at, in Clearwater on the concourse. I'll wasn't never, he, I'll never forget he that. For tax yeah, and that was right yeah. after he got it. He just got out of jail for that. Was he wearing a UCLA? He didn't go to UCLA. Yeah, he did. did he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was UCLA. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so, what was uh? If you don't want to, sh- if you don't want to share, that's cool. What, what happened when you met him, Rob? No, I would, ju- I would just see him out in all the spots in the city, and all he tried to do was pick up nineteen-year-old girls. And it, it would never I mean, work because people would see right through it. He was just a – he's your typical guy that had a little bit of fame and thought he was bigger than he was. Fucking that, right in the pussy. That's all he was trying to say. You know, yeah, that's right, but that's how he carries himself. I just don't like him. Yeah. There's a, yeah. Lot, there's a lot of people in the city I can't stand that people love, but that that's just me. Well, who loves uh, – I don't yeah, know how don't many people love twisted. Freddie like, Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> I've never heard anybody in the city say, I love Freddie Mitchell. Yeah. Good people don't – then we're all in agreement on this one. Oh, yeah. Like, I – yeah, definitely, one hundred percent. He was never a part of the Eagles. He, yeah, I mean, you know, the guy was talented for the most part. Yeah, and, and was it's the one catch. Like, like the, the he worst. Was, he was like, supposed to be the receiver. He was, a fir- was he a first round or second round? He pick? was a first rounder. Yeah, he was first a first round. pick twenty six, right? Yeah, he was yeah, supposed yeah, yeah. to be that guy. Oh, we got Freddie Mitch. We we solved our wide receiver problem. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. You made one. Twenty catch. years later, we're, we're we're hoping for the same yeah, thing exactly, when we finally got Mike. the yeah. <laughs> first like, down, yeah. Freddie. You made one catch, and it really wasn't anything you did. It, you know, it was honestly the pass that the quarterback threw. He yeah. put it in a spot that, the, like, it was the only spot it could be. It was, it was more of a, 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 a discredit to the defensive coordinator for the Packers. Right, right. <laughs> who, got, who got fired, I believe, the next yes, day. Yes, he did. He sure did. He should have been. You know, he got off the, yeah. like the champion belt. Yeah, 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 that whole yeah, the thing that Aaron Rodgers stole. But he even did he even did it when he would catch a seven yard pass. Mm-hmm. He did like every pass he caught. Yeah, After he, was... he just dropped four. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, um, let's get let's get real, uh, right back because I don't want to. We're we're all we're gonna be all over the place tonight. That's just how it's gonna be. Um, 
Yeah, but, are you getting, are you going back to what Mark said, like you know, eight fifty three? Oh, about the strippers again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mark wants to hear. We'll get back to the strippers. We'll get back to the strippers. Uh, the Sixers, though, it kind of you know, phonetically, phonetically, kind of almost goes with the strippers. Uh, the Sixers take on the Wizards. Uh, we all gave our predictions. Uh, I said five. Ryan, you said four. Right? You said they're yeah, a sweep. I'm, I'm, I'm being uh, picking a bold pick. I'm calling a sweep. And what do you think, Mike? I call five as well. Five. What do you think, Mister Rob? That's not a bold pick. Get the brooms out. Stop. Oh, straight up. Thank oh, you. Thank right. you. Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. Damn, Rob, fucking <laughs> right out. Oof. You guys need to sit back in your EG chair. In the words of one of my old uh, uh, mentors, Howard asking, if you're scared, get a dog. They're going to the finals. Calm down. Relax. Everything's going to be fine. Wow. I agree 100% with Rob in the fact that they are going to they're going to get to the finals. I, I'm, I so. I'm not worried about it. I, I think they're a, a much more better – I think they're a great uh, matchup for Bucks, which, by the way – We'll get to that later in SSCS. Seamus Swallow, cocksucker of the week. Um, Rob, yeah. I guess you got to figure out one. Yeah, so someone, still gonna be so, on. someone who pissed you off this week, think about oh, it. Oh, that's easy. That's not, uh, I All get right, pissed cool. off on a daily basis. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> the, so the Bucks and then the Nets, to me, and we've talked about it for the last few weeks on the show, the Sixers, to me, are a much deeper team. The Sixers are the better defensive team. Uh, and the, the, the major question with the Sixers is, do they have enough offense to keep up with teams like the Nets or the Bucks? I think with defense, playoffs are all bad. You know, I know it's a different sport, you know, football, baseball. But it, it does go with it. The second-best defensive team by defensive efficiency rating is the 76ers, and I think that's going to come into play. And I think they're going to they're gonna be able to take care of these teams in a seven-game series. I think, you know... It might take seven games to beat the Nets, but I think they're going to beat the Nets, and I think they're going to get to the NBA Finals. And in the words of Jeff Statlin, who is the Eagles' offensive line coach, hungry dogs run faster. And I don't think there's anybody that's hungrier than the Sixers in the East, especially JoJo. Yes, sir. Uh, I think that's going to be a big a big thing is they want to – you know, the Nets, yeah, I'm sure they want to win it, but those guys are individuals. They're not a team. And you can't win if you're not a team in any sport. You just can't do it. And they, they haven't even played that long. I mean, I'm still worried about the Nets, I'll be honest, but they haven't played together enough to – I don't know what the cohesiveness is going to look like. They're all kind of banged up. Kyrie Irving's talking about stuff that's going on around the world. and You know, it's it, – it'll be interesting to see what happens with them and if they're able to kind of out of nowhere. Hold on, Mike. Did you say all around the world? Because apparently, according to Kyrie Irving, it's – Oh, it's flat, all. right. <laughs> All flat through the world, or however. <laughs> all around watch, the world. Watch the special on Netflix, Flat Earthers. My God, that's a good one. I that's might, amazing. I might, oh boy. I might want to hang myself after watching. I, I, I don't know how. Uh, all right. You'll feel smarter after you watch it. Yeah, that's that's. Yeah, a but test. I, it's, it's, stupid people aggravate me though. <laughs> Well, just go on Twitter for a day. You'll feel much better about yourself. Just this, this is why I, this is why I haven't signed up on Twitter, and this is why I I, I cut myself off on Facebook after a go certain out. amount of time. I'm like, nope, nope, I'm done for the day. Yeah. Go out in public every day and put and put up <laughs> as my friend Nick Manning would say. Every time I go out, it's like war. That's pretty much what it's like. Yeah, it, it, it's. <laughs> Do I fire this shot here, or do I just kind of keep my mouth shut? It's, dude, that's the absolute truth, especially during this time. When, you know, when we're trying to get through this shit, we're trying to get back to normal where everyone can be in studio again, right, and, and be together. Although, 
Uh, Rob, this is the first. This is the second show. Last week was our first show where we had people back in the studio in 14 months here. Um, really? Yeah. So it's been uh, it's been a struggle. Mike Mike will be back in the house in another uh, week. Yeah, I got mine today. Yeah, so another week or I two, and I, Mike will be back. Uh, so. I've ignored COVID the last year. Um, I, I, I can say that I was probably an independent for most of my life, but now I can tell you that I'm a uh, far-right Republican now after all the shit. Because, co- because of COVID, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can tell the people driving who they voted for, the people that are masked up, gloved up in their car. Those are the kind of people that should just be locked into a sane asylum and never be allowed out again. I, I actually agree. The, if, non, the non-essential cocksuckers. Yeah, I, I gotta be Go honest. I gotta be honest. If you're if you're driving by yourself with a mask in your car, you're yeah, jerking off with a rubber. Yeah, you're. Yeah, definitely. You're definitely jerking off with a rubber for sure. Well, when I when I first got vaccinated, the uh, the thing I would tell the girls as a pickup line, I'm vaccinated. You know, I'm I'm safe. <laughs> that was the pickup line. Sold. Got yeah, work th- out. There's no danger if I squirt. Yeah, it didn't. It, it, it intrigued <laughs> the conversation, but didn't go past that. Thing. I'm coming day and night. I got I, Rob. I, Rob, I got to ask um, um, through through the show, and you don't have to yeah. mention names. <laughs> did you ever get lucky with one, one of the porn stars? Well, he talked about his birthday. He got lucky with oh, several on his yeah, birthday. Yeah, right. uh, they weren't porn stars; they were local girls. But yes, right. I, oh. yes, I have. I was oh, going to ask. Yeah, so I guess that uh, you know it, it had its uh, perks. It, it does have its perks, but you can't – how can I put this? You can't go into it and think, oh, I'm going to have this girl where so I can bang her. You can't – I have them on to legitimately be on the show and promote the show. Right. And if you we, just hope. Yeah. If we go out and we hang out, then, then you know, whatever. It is what it is. But when yeah. they come on, they're legitimately coming on to come on come on the radio show. <laughs> come on. Yeah, right? Yeah. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Fucking is, the, is, is an add-on. Exactly. It's an add-on. All right. Good but for, good the, for the you, thing brother. that's great is now is that – is that I know a lot of people in the business, so if I reach out to somebody, they'll call somebody else, and once they vouch for me, I'm I'm golden, I'm good. I'm just going to mention a name, and you can say you don't you don't have to say anything. Priya, Priya was one of them. Absolutely not. Oh, no. Okay. Okay. All right. I I, I could have sworn because she seemed really. I'm. Mean, I I listen to the show, obviously, dude, and, and um. And I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, dude. And um, she seems so like. Like so personable and stuff. Uh, by the way, Mike, um, not to change the subject, Mike, uh, J- your buddy Jason says, so, you, so you're an essential worker, you cocksucker? <laughs> How did that work out for you? So you is an essential cocksucker. I guess because you've been How home. Because you've been home for the past year and a half or whatever. Yeah, well, Jason has too. I mean, he's he talking, can walk to the Maybe he's talking to me. Yeah, I'm an essential cocksucker. That's right, Jason. I've been I've been back yeah, at it since everybody Memorial, else is. Memorial Day last year. I've been on the road, and all you motherfuckers have been sitting at home. Never missed a get beat. Get the fu- stay the fuck home. You're ruining my ride home. All I, right. I never missed a beat. This, I'm adding 15 minutes of my fucking ride home because you just you cocksuckers decided to go back to work. Well, I don't think that the, the people are the ones that are deciding. You I, should be talking I, to the businesses. I know. I'm, I'm just joking. They're still cocksuckers. <laughs> oh, he said not talking? Mike. Oh, he said Rob. He said not Talk- Mike. Rob. Yeah. He called you. He called you an essential cocksucker. Called me an essential cocksucker. Yeah. Essential, essential cocksucker. Yeah. I've been called a lot worse. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what's going on here. Mike Mike's a coworker called Robin, essential worker. You know, essential worker cocksucker. Yeah, uh, that's great. Be nice to our guest, Jason. <laughs> is it Rob or is it Ryan? I don't no, know. no, he was, he was talking to Rob. 
No. Listen, nothing can offend me. I, I've done a radio show with Quimby for seven years, uh -huh. and nothing can offend me. I, I've heard it all, seen it all. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, you're That's one. Of, good. You're one of the guys, brother. You're, you're on our. You're on our show, and and you're one of the guys, brother. So, Thank you. yeah. Um, now, nah, and you'd be a perfect guest for the show. I, I, I've been, I've been wanting to ask you for a little while. I was just waiting for a good opportunity when you were kind of a little bit back to normal. So, you know, next, no, you next, call, you call me on a good night. I'm not doing normally during the week. I'm coaching baseball, but right now I got nothing going. I'm like, yeah, I'm in. I'm, I'm up for it. I'm good. Awesome. Next time we'll have to. Uh, We'll have to do a full-on in-studio collaboration yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, uh, I'm down for whatever. I, I, I'm, uh, I got nothing. To That's all. That'd nice. be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so we never. So, Rob, so, is this your full-time job, or do you have? Um, yeah. You said yeah. you're coaching baseball. I mean, so what are you? What are you doing to make money other than the podcast? You're, you're coaching baseball. Does that? What pays the bills? Fuck uh, my ass, man. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I work at a pharmacy that in, that lets me put money in all this stuff, and uh, now finally, after God knows how long, the show's starting to make some money because I don't know how. And this is getting geeky. In order to make a certain amount of money in podcasting, you got to have so many downloads, you got so many streams, and then to be able to start making money, then you got to go to advertisers and go, okay, this is how many downloads I have. Then you get so many, you get so much money per so many downloads. So it took a very long time to get anything. I mean, if I, you know, it took the last two years to get money. You know, if you do this, you're doing it because you love it. Yeah, you want to make money at it, but you're doing it because you love to do it. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah, that's kind of kind of where we're at right now. Um, we love doing this, but we'd like it to start turning into something, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you do. So you do enough with the podcast and coaching, basically. To that's your that's your gig then, or. Well, yeah, like I said, I work at a pharmacy nine to five, uh, right, okay. and that that pays the bills for everything. But the uh, the coaching, uh, we started bringing more money with advertising because all our games. Here's a shameless plug: all our home games are broadcasted on the Sports Fan Base Network, so you can check out the games there. Um, so we're bringing advertising there, which is good. Um, and then if, if if I do any appearances, in other words, if if a club calls me and they go, "Hey, we want you to come do the show. We want you to bring so and so and bring Hollis Thomas," and then I got to give them a quote for what their quotes are, and then they pay us and we come. Now, in the beginning, I had to beg to go to do places for free. Like, I'll come, I'll do it for free. Now mm -hmm. to the point where if someone calls me, they know that it's going to cost X amount of dollars to get me and whoever that's, else they might want to come to do the show. That's the way to do it, man. That's that's absolutely the way to do it, for sure. Right. And they know you're going to have a draw. You're not, they know you're going to bring somebody that's going to draw people in. So, yeah, absolutely, man. Good for you. How many followers you got, Rob? Are uh, you talking about how many listen to the show every week? Yes. It, on average, it's between streams and downloads. It's like 5,000 somewhere great. in that. That's in a that great, great nice. number, brother. Good for you. In order to make any serious money, it's got to be over 10,000 a week, which is really hard to get to. Uh, yeah. We can talk after the show. That's not entirely true. Okay, I'm in. Yeah, not but, entirely true. Um, I'm, I'm, as far as advertising goes, I'm, I'm and bringing money. And I'm horrible at that. So any any uh, any tips? I'm always willing to, to learn and ask questions. Mm -hmm. I had some dude hit me up this week. <laughs> he wanted us to uh, shave our balls. And it <laughs> what are your balls clean? Are your balls I clean, swear to Rob? God. Uh, sh sh I, I want you guys shaving. to shave your balls, and um, and we're gonna give you a promo code, and, and you know we're gonna. I'm like, ah, uh, I mean, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about this. Uh, more on that later. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you're paying me money, there's there's I do a lot of stuff for money. 
Yeah. Well, you know. I will shave my balls clean for money. <laughs> there won't be one fucking hair. There won't one remnant of a hair. Uh, oh, my balls, my dick, that, that whole yeah. section. Uh, my, my problem is I do that every day anyway, so I, I wouldn't be able to do it because it's shaved all the time. Yeah, so you just you just actually like post a picture and be like, here you go, done, your product works. There you Let's go. This. Let's get paid. That's awesome. Uh, all right. You know what? We do a segment called While You Were Drunk. Let's hit that real quick. So we already did our. Oh, you know what? Hold on. Poll question. There was a poll question on Twitter this week about the Sixers and about what the, the people on Twitter thought. I just want to hit this up real quick before we move on. Um, basically, now that the Sixers have clinched the number one seed, your expectation for them is what? Is it to win it all, get to the NBA Finals, get to East Finals, or disappoint us? So I'm gonna go ahead, Ryan. You go first. NBA Finals. NBA right. Finals is your guess. Yeah. All um, right. We put um, like we put a bet. Um, I'm confident they can win the whole thing, especially for a certain somebody who's no longer with us. Yes. More on that later. Yeah. Uh, Mike. So right now, it's, it's really hard to tell. Um, I think they're. They beat everyone, but the Nets still worry me. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a tough series with the Nets in the conference finals. Um, but right now, that's where I'm at. Okay. But, you know, again, the Ryan's talking about the bet that we're in. You With the odds that we had on that, it was a no-brainer. Oh, um, absolutely, yeah. I, I think, um, I think the, the Nets might be the toughest series – in it, I'm not really as worried about the West right now. Mm-hmm. So, speaking of the West, real quick, just to get off the um, did you see the opening lines for the um, the one eight series and the two seven series? Yeah, Lakers Suns was what minus three hundred or something? minus three hundred, and that the um, the what is it? The Jazz and the um, the Jizz. And uh, the uh, well, the Warriors, right now they they're playing well, tonight. They're well, yeah, they're saying if the Warriors win, the Jazz are opening at minus seven fifty. Holy shit! Uh, uh, huh? That's that is a, that is interesting. Yeah, because the Warriors with Steph Curry, the way he's shooting the ball right now, and uh, Donovan Ooh. Mitchell is Donovan Mitchell's out. Oh, he's kind of banged up. Ooh, man, that that might be a bet. We might have to talk to our buddy Mark Drumheller about that. See what he thinks about that. Mm. That might be that might be a good uh, a good bet. Um, Rob, what do you? What's your? Uh, so you think so the so the Lakers are actually underdogs though as a seven seed, I guess, right? No, they're favorite. They're favorite. By they're minus three hundred. They're minus three hundred over the Suns. So they're they're actually favored over the Suns yep. as the seven. So seven seed. Yep. Okay. I don't know if that's ever happened to seven being a heavy favorite over the two. Were the Sixers favorite to beat the Bulls when it was one uh, eight one? It was. It's well, no. I mean, that's that's what I'm saying. You're it saying like that the, thir- it was like the Sixers weren't favored. It's been like thirty years since that. Um, yeah, but the Sixers were eight. Sixers they were won eight, it, but they weren't favored. That's what I'm asking. Were the Sixers favorite because no. Derrick Rose was out? No, but Derrick Rose, Rose got, got hurt in game, game one. Oh, okay. All right, I, I'll just. Uh... Shut the fuck up, <laughs> um, Rob. Uh, are the Sixers going to win it all, get to the NBA Finals, get to the East Finals, or disappoint us all? 
if you don't think they're going to win it all, like I said, get a dog if you're scared. I said this from day one. They're winning the whole thing. Again, calm down. Get in your easy chair. Relax. Everything's going to be fine. I love that mentality, Rob. I'm right with you, man. I, I say they at least get to the NBA Finals. I'm going to see who they play. Um, the Jazz scare me only because of the fa- – I get a dog. The Jazz scare me only because I they, they just – they didn't look good against them earlier this year. They looked – and they were healthy that game. They looked completely outmatched. But I'm going to say that at the minimal to get to the NBA Finals, our poll results may surprise you. 39% said they're going to win it all. 27% said disappoint us all. That's, wow. That's just typical Philadelphia. Yeah, Dude, that, 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 that's that, that, one and the other. That's the pessimistic Sixer fan. So what's that? I guess that's a disappointment. So it's got to be first or second round exit, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. That's you, the pessimistic yeah. Sixer fan because of what's going on in the past couple of years. That People got to get over that. Mike, that's exactly what that is because I asked NBA East Finals or NBA Finals. So, yeah, it's second round exit or less is a disappointment. And I think that would be a disappointment. I don't. I don't see it happening. Once the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I'm Mr. Positive now. Anything is possible now. I'm Mr. Positivity. Hey, I made a I made a uh, New Year's resolution this year, and I said I'm going to try my best. Right? I, I thought I, I think I've been pretty good with it. I've been trying to not be so pessimistic while looking at our teams. And yeah. I, I've never been the most I've never been the most pessimistic person to begin with, but I feel like I've been trying my best to try to look at things more from an optimistic standpoint and try to look at things. Okay, yeah, they're not playing well now, but, you know, let's look at this, look at that. Yeah, like when the Sixers were in the middle, like when they were in like their 50s or 60 games, like that stretch between 50 and 60 games, it was a dog days of the NBA. They lost a few games they probably shouldn't have, but it's the NBA, the dog days of the year. Sixers will be fine. Yeah, but. Yeah, I mean, getting that number one seed was huge. Yes. And and that. Milwaukee in the Nets series should work to the. I mean, that's that's why it's it's, it's like a fifty-one forty-nine with me, man. It's mm-hmm. I can see that going, but it might change as as the series. I want to see how the series goes on. I could definitely see me changing and and being more confident as we move on. Mm-hmm. What were you saying, Gar? Well, here recently, it's been nothing but disappointment as a, a Philadelphia sports fan. Like it, we've had high since the Eagles won the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I, uh, I had a lot of high hopes for the Flyers. Look what they did. Yeah, they just fell apart and crumbled. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then we were home for the Phillies, and they're making a mess. So it's a, yeah. So it's it's hard not to be pessimistic, but that this team is fucking stacked. And I, I'm not uh, going on the path of I'm worried about this team. I'm worried about these teams should be worried about the fucking Sixers. And in the second round with the net. Amen, brother. The, 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 Amen the, the, to that. In the second round, the Nets and Bucks are most likely going to play. That's most likely going to be a hard-foot seven-game series where they beat the shit out of each other. And guess who's going to be there waiting after winning, yeah, after the, after being eight and two at the worst in the first two rounds? Guess who's going to be this there motherfucker waiting? over here with the, with the, with, the, with with home court advantage? Yeah, with a team that is. Dominant at home over the, the past Net, three years. The Nets or, or bring it. The Nets bring or, it. I don't care. The Nets, the Bucks, bring it. The Nets or the Bucks after that second round are gonna be like, you get your dick and your pussy all covered in shit. Like, yeah, yeah, let's do it. That number one seed was huge. Yes, it man. was. The only the only two teams, right? It's the Nuggets and the Jazz that you won't have home court advantage against. That's it. I don't care. 
I don't care. I don't even think there's a. I'm, By June, we're gonna have full right. Full, uh, and I'm not too. like I'm not saying that that the, the Nets or the Bucks wouldn't be a hard series. It would probably go seven. I'm not saying that. But we get to the finals. I don't think there's anybody in the West that can beat this team in a seven-game series. Lakers? No, because Embiid dominates Anthony, Anthony Davis, Davis every time they play against each other. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, you got no other choice. They're the only one that can bring us. A well, the other the other two uh, things that the poll were uh, get to the NBA Finals is 22 percent and East Finals, 12 percent. So the majority agrees with Rob and and Ryan. That they're going to win it all. They're smart people, those people doing yes, that. Yes, they are. Well, exactly, Rob. I'm glad you understand. Yeah. Even uh, though I hate polls, but they're smart. Yeah. Uh, and uh, real quick before we move on from basketball, Basketball Hall of Fame class of 2021. Paul Pierce, Chris Bosch. Uh, this fucking next one. Chris Weber. Dude, he's a Hall of Famer. <sighs> Say what you want. He's a Hall of Famer. For, Bosch is not a Hall of Famer. Chris Bosch is not a Hall of Famer. I agree with I that. agree Chris Bosch is, and he didn't do it for long enough. If ben, he would have stayed in Toronto, but he had to change the way he played when he went to Miami, like he had to like, like give up like the reins. In Toronto, he had the potential of being a Hall, Hall of Fame player. Last but, one, though. The last one to me is the best of the class. Ben Wallace. Hmm. Ben Wallace, to me, was a bona fide Hall of Famer because he didn't put up the offensive stats, and I. And are, this you, is, are you smoking something over there? He dude, don't. I did not think Ben Wallace deserved the What? I don't think he's a Hall of Famer. Oh my god, dude! Look at his I, look at his stats. Yeah, I, I don't think he. I don't think he did it long enough. Oh my! Look, oh, offensively, a, no. He, no, no, offensively, I, no. Right, but he, had he a was six a year shut run. down six years. That's not long enough to be a Hall of Famer. Oh my God! No. I agree, I agree with you that he's one of the most dominant defensive players ever to that, play. Well, you just said it, but he, he he just didn't do it long enough, man. He should not be in the Hall of Fame. I'll take that, Sean. I'm not going to take that. Don't well, take fuck that. these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. But the one that sticks out the most for us locally, and fucking kudos, fucking cheers. Villanova coach Jay Wright yeah. is in the Hall of Fame. That is awesome. That is awesome that he made the Hall of Fame. That's that's so cool, man. Um, yeah, so Jay Wright. So first of all, I, I let's 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 put this to bed right now. Villanova. I you know where I'm gonna go with this. Because people people uh, someone someone actually pointed this out to me. Villanova, Philadelphia School? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Someone said, you know it's what's not, funny? It's not in Philly. It's on the main line. But they recruit players from Philly. It's a Philly school. Mm-hmm. It's a suburb of Philly. Right. Like, that. you can get there at any point in any part of the city in Philly. You can get there in 20 minutes. Just like Langhorn. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's it's a Philly school. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's part of the Big Five. It's part of the, you know, it's part of the Philly tradition. Right. You know, and it, 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 it didn't just join the Big Five. It's been in the Big Five since the beginning, so like, yeah, so it's a Philly school. Can, can I just ask a question? Is Dennis Rodman a Hall of Famer? Yes, yes. Dennis Don't Rodman tell is. Tell me, Ben Wallace's numbers are better than his. Yes, they are. By okay, how long? Far. How long? But how long did Dennis Rodman play? Numbers like and how many numbers and how many championships did he win? Yes, Dennis Rodman had five championships, which is fucking okay, nuts. There you go. Three different teams. 
No, that, and, right. That, that's true. And, and I'm not. No, no, no. no. You're, you're missing. You're, you're saying Dennis. And I agree. Dennis Rodman is a Hall of Famer as well. I'm not saying Dennis Rodman is not a Hall of Famer. But, no, but you're saying that. So you're saying better numbers. I mean, Dennis Rodman obviously had more rebounds. Uh, Dennis not, Rodman has more by rebounds mu- than not like by most many. everybody. Knows. Not by many. And I'd argue he played. He played the much better era too. Didn't he have better players around him? Yes, he did. Who Rodman? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Man, that, that Detroit team was pretty good. Uh, that that Detroit team, pl- a singular. Well, the the teams the one like the, with well three, the, yeah, the Detroit Jaunty team Billups, for three four years. Jaunty the Billups, same team. And, 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 and how many years did did Raman play with with All Stars and and Hall of Famers? Well, I mean, he played what two three years with Chicago. Yeah, no, he played five years with Chicago, and he played five years with Detroit. Three with Jordan. Detroit with the one of the greatest teams ever. Yeah. I mean that that team beat Chicago to to, to get to the finals. Nice. Yeah. So all right. So points. Uh, Robin leads by four hundred points. Shooting shooting percentage is you know pretty close. Rebounds um, only by a thousand. And I say only by oh, a thousand, but a thousand. I know, I know. It sounds crazy, but no. But, I have to, how many years did Wallace? I'll play? have to look that up. I'll have to look how many years they played. Blocks. Um, Ben Wallace has uh, fifteen hundred more blocks. No, I'm sorry. Right, but I mean Ben Wallace is a center. Robin was just like a. He was a forward. Championships a five forward. to one, all star nods. Robin only had two all stars. Ben Wallace had four. Defensive Player of the Year. Robin had one, and Ben Wallace had four. He won that award four, four times. He won Defensive Player of the Year. Yeah, I mean, in that era, he was the. The only defensive player that was that considered affected, that the fact, yeah, like he's the only was really the only guy in that. He played for that sixteen was, years. Ben Wallace. Who Wallace Wallace played for yeah. sixteen years. Sixteen. Wow. Years. Sixteen years. Holy shit! Dennis Rodman. Maybe he is. Dennis Rodman. Let me see. How many years did he play? From eighty-six to ninety-nine. Do the math. Thir- uh, Thirteen. Sixteen. Or 86. Okay. Oh, 86. Okay, yeah. so so in two less years, he outscored him, out-rebounded him. No, well, no, Robin out-rebounded. That's what I mean. Okay. In two yeah, less yeah, years, right. he yeah. outscored him, he out-rebounded him. Mm-hmm. So he out-championshiped him. So the only thing he's – in a better era, a more hard-fought era, a more dirty era. Uh, okay. Why but, the fuck are the Phillies doing the wave but, when they're, when they, when they're <laughs> down 6-3? Down, down by three. <laughs> no. You should never do a wave. Two things you should not do at a baseball game. Never do the wave and the jackasses that boo when they throw it to first base. I hate those people. Yeah, I agree. Uh, 100%. 100%. But, uh, but back on that. um, The wave should be out fucking outlawed. The comparing mm-hmm. them to Dennis Rodman is another a different. Ben Wallace. From, but everyone. So the reason why I brought a, that up is because yeah, everyone considers Dennis Rodman as the greatest, one of the greatest right. defensive players ever. And. And Ben Wallace's numbers aren't that far off. Maybe he. Uh, You're I, changing your tone. Yeah, you may have. You may have. I didn't realize. I, yeah, he, I, I, I don't know. Like, I don't, he played that how about you apologize? I don't remember Fuck Dennis Rodman as one of the best. Fuck him. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah, I, I, I thought of him as one of the best rebounders ever. I, I never like. He's a great defender, but I don't like when I think of the best defenders ever. I think of somebody like Gary Payton. And Gary Payton played in the same time, the same era as Dennis Rodman. So yeah, but he, he was. Had, but he was a guard. Like yeah, I understand that. But yeah, but that's two. the thing. But Ben Wallace was a center, and and um, 
Rodman was a forward. Was he a small forward, a power forward? Rodman was a power f- No. Was he power forward? I don't think he was. Oh, they fucking gave up a home run. Yeah, but to, to, like, uh, I, I, I get that point, but to compare... I mean, it's hard to compare Ben Wallace to Gary Payton because Gary Payton... I mean, he's a guard to a center. Like, I... I, 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 I don't know. They're, they're three different positions. He's got a good first name. But it's more comparable with Robin and both. Wallace. Robin played both. Payton's got, okay. Payton's got an awesome first name. Oh, uh, fuck you. No, it's boring. <laughs> it's boring. Probably a douchebag. All right. Well. Yeah, moving on. Yeah. While you were drunk. While you were drunk, stories you may have missed this week. It's short this week. I am not drunk, Look, you're dead. You're trying to make me drunk. It's time to catch up on some things you may have missed. Do you think a six-pack is, is acceptable? While you were drunk. I'm drunk and I love cats. What more do you need to know? <laughs> Kevin Pillar took a fucking baseball, fastball to the face this oh. week. And 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 we're gonna. I want to get into this right after we get done this segment. Somebody's getting to get into baseball a little bit. Right um, holy shit! Like the the people that are getting hit in the face the last couple, you know, the last year, I guess you should say. You and know, the pitcher that did it was like, oh my. Oh God. yeah, dude. He 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 was crying in he the was dugout. Pissed. He yeah. was crying in the dugout. Or not pissed. He was really upset. Yeah, he he was real. Pussy. You know, he, yeah, I, I kind of agree, right? You're a pussy. Get the I fuck kind out of agree. here. Shit happens. Crying like a little bitch. It's part of the you game, right? You were crying right? like a bitch. But, dude, that was nasty. I mean. Did you see him the next day? Like, he was doing an interview, and he, he's all talking like this because he's all nasally. He's over, overall, I'm feeling pretty good, except, you know, I got some swelling on the eye, and his whole face is black and blue. And he's like, I can't breathe out of my nose. But besides that, I'm doing pretty good. Should have called, should've called, should've called Freshly.com. You sound like a fucking pedophile. Breathing <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking slee stack. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to get back out there with my guys. Yeah, you sound like a fucking pedophile at a fucking daycare. Fucking slee stack. <laughs> From a salvation. Oh, fuck. So, Kevin Pilar, best of luck. Hope you get well. <laughs> Uh, fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. He's a <laughs> fuck him. I hope his face never recovers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Should have stroked out. Yeah, straight up. Uh, Just seen his whole face break apart. Now go home and get your fucking shine box. Uh, so have you guys heard? That, so there's a new trend. It's not a new trend. It's been going on for like four years now. But it's become a viral sensation because of some asshole that went on YouTube and posted a video of himself doing this. Have you heard of High Mead? High Mead. No. no? No, I haven't. High Mead is this new thing, well, newer thing that's going on right now. Is it like a fucking high ringer when her mouth pisses this on is the, the wall? This <laughs> <laughs> Stay going, a pony boy. <laughs> Stay going, a pony boy. No. Um, I she had a pussy, though. She's got a high ringer. It's when you eat meat that's been, like, sitting out, and it turns gray and shit, and gets all, like, like mushy and shit. Apparently, it, So it's kind of like eating a dead dude? It gives you this, like, apparently this, like, high. This, like, crazy high. No, it's eating maggot meat. It's called it's called high mead, but you but you contain it in like a jar, so like there's no maggots and shit. 
and you open it up and you eat. Apparently, it's like real, like real strong and, and pungent and yeah, all. It smells like ass. And it gets you all fucked up. It smells like ass. Yeah, but like, can you die matter? from it? What the fuck's the matter with people? I, right? Well, I, I don't know. I, I would like that every year. You know, you had the bath salts a couple years ago. Tide pods. That tried the Tide pods. Then you had uh, the kids that were smoking weed with embalming fluid. Every couple mm-hmm. years, there's something. I got and, her. And, God, this, and God. this is the new. Why, why don't you have a beer so I can get some fucking high meat? <laughs> is that not like ridiculous? Like, oh, dude. I just put that together. That's fucked up. That is fucked up. You, okay. you ain't got to kill me. You want to fuck me in my ass. <laughs> so this dude went viral. Like he, so this, 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 uh, uh, Indian dude come, comes on YouTube and he's like, oh, I'm going to try some high mead. Oh, it's really pungent. Oh, it tastes very strong. Oh, oh. And he starts getting all fucking, like, immediately starts hitting effect. It went fucking viral. Well, apparently this trend's been going on for, like, four years now. Hello, uh, welcome to 7-Eleven. Would you like a high mead, my friend? <laughs> oh, God. We got a guy in the back. 37? <laughs> in a row? <laughs> in a row? <laughs> hey, hey, uh, you get back here. <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. You belong on the show. All right. And then um, the last while you were drunk, it's a short segment. Um, Hi, Mead. Corey Clement. Signed, Signed with, with the, the fucking Giants? Giants. Fuck them. Mm. See ya. And so he'll, he'll have a couple good plays with them, and then he'll blow a hamstring. He'll be out for seven games. Right. Yeah. I, I, so I, I don't know. I want to see the field if Saquon's playing, and then who's it? Don't they got a decent backup that played last year because of well, whatever? Yeah, he gives a shit. You guys don't feel a certain way about that at all? No. A- in any way? He, was, he wasn't a – he did make a big play in the Super Bowl. Who's, but he, who's playing the Super Bowl? But he wasn't yeah. He wasn't like a staple of an, of an eagle. Like We're better with Karrion Johnson. Yeah. I, that's, I can vouch he is a nice guy, but he's – whatever. He's not going to – Right. Like, he's not bending the needle. Right. Yeah, I mean, I don't – you know, I don't have any – you know, I don't – you know, have anything bad to say about him, but I'm not going to be – I'm not crying that he's over there, and right. I'm not. The other thing is, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna bash the guy for going to a, a rival. Kerrigan went from Washington to the Eagles, and he was, yeah, you know, he was like the mayor with DC. So I, I got one more story for while they were yeah, drunk. Go for it. Yeah, I got one. Oh, too. Right. Hold on, real quick. Dave Peterson said, "I hear that the high meat goes well with a cup of bleach and a Thai pot for dessert." <laughs> go ahead. What so do you one got? One more story for the in case you didn't hear this week. So. Demi, Demi Lovato is now non-binary, and she identifies as they. What? I can't stand yeah. that shit. I really can't. piss me off. What? Yeah, she's yeah. non-binary. She identifies as they. What the fuck she, you mean? She has a nice pair of tits. That's all she, I need to know. Th- th- she's not male or female. She's they. Can so, I ask a question? Yeah. 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 Go for it, Rob. When, when is there a, a comedian that's going to come out and go against this political correctness bullshit? Can you imagine if George Carlin was around right oh now? Oh my God! Losing yeah. his mind. People are afraid to go against the grain, and that's where people like us come in because this right. stuff is bullshit. Right. I, like I you can't, can't identify. Really, like this is make it, but you can't identify. Is that you're born a male, a female, or both? Yo, I remember. You I know remember what I'm saying? A skit that yeah. Dennis Car- that George Carlin did when he was talking about the terrorists blowing up planes, and he was talking about. He's like, you know, you got TWA. Travel with Arabs. Then you got Delta. Don't even let them aboard. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with fucking Delta. <laughs> but if you said that today, they try to cancel them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 100%. Right. So, like, yeah, I, I wonder, like, like someone like, 
Fuck, man, that's a good point. Like, like I could see like some someone like Tom Segura, someone like Jim Norton, kind of coming out and saying something like that because they're like they're a little more raw and treated, a little more dark. Um, but it's a tough time we live in now. It is. I, but I was actually talking to a friend who who was a stand up comedian for a long time, uh, and he uh, Dave Peterson just said that, that shit makes my head hurt. And uh, you know, before you ask both, uh, yeah, <laughs> and he's right. And um, <laughs> oh, I just got the last part. Sorry. Oh, I was just, I was just, just, yeah, I was just reading it. I went, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, and, and actually, Dave, it, it might actually make your head hurt if you if you didn't know what they were before you found out. Um, <laughs> so it's the truth, though. We were, we were talking about it. And like I said, he's a, he was a stand-up comedian. He said, you know, that shit's coming back. The dark humor, the offensive humor is starting to come. It's starting to make its way back. People are starting a little more comfortable. But there's so much material to work with when it comes to that. And, like, there's a lot of stuff you can just and, trash. And, and like Rob said, this is what we're for. This is what our shows are for. Right. The problem is the people that are 20 years younger than us. Well, then they turn the fuck off. Right. right. Fuck like, them. fuck them. We don't want them anyway. Yeah. You want to be a pussy? You want to grow up to be a pussy? Then don't listen to our yeah. show. Yeah, like, I, I, I just... I mean, yeah, stop being I'm not 14. trying to go along, but... Stop being 14 and still breastfeeding. I just... <laughs> you fuck, you fuck. <laughs> Like, like, I just the titty. Yeah, like I just don't understand it. Like, like you can't choose what you identify as. You're either born with a pussy or a dick or both. I'm a spatula. So you're you're either a, fucking, fucking tummy talk. Yeah. <laughs> so I you're either a male, a so female, hard. or a hermaphrodite, like that likes to give you golden showers and shit. So like, uh, all right. So I, I'll say this. I, I, the only thing I'll say about is this. Say you're born with an all organ. Bust a nut and get a cream pie at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming day and night. I'll say this: if you're, um, if you're, if you're born a certain way with a certain organ, but then you go through, you start going through life, right? And you're like, man, I, you know, I just, I, I just, I'm not attracted to men. Uh, I okay, feel like I feel like I should have a penis. No, no, no. I feel like I feel like a I feel like a man, a masculine. And you want to get that change? You want to cut your dick off, or you want to fucking extra extrovert your uh, what's the word for extrovert? So pussy? I, don't know. You know, I don't know what you do. You, Whatever. You, you, you fucking cauterize. That's it. one thing. That, that's <laughs> one. You cut on. the taco there's, out. So there's a difference. You cauterize it with a fucking hot iron. There's a di- <laughs> and you fucking you fucking brain it with a dick. There is a difference there. Jason said, are we going to talk about NHL playoffs? I guess not. <laughs> uh, fuck the NHL. Fuck the Penguins. Speaking speaking of, it, yes, yeah, exactly, Rob. You know what? Speaking of men who are pussies, that's Sidney Crosby. No, I'm just <laughs> I swear. I swear I would not be surprised one day he comes out and identifies as a fucking... No, but here's the thing. Because he's a pussy. My thing is, if you feel a certain way throughout your life and you feel you should be a certain way, then you change and you get the section. You know what? I don't give a fuck. But not that, that there's anything wrong with that. No, no, and that's different from what Ryan just brought up. Yeah. Right. That's right. different. Right. Like if Demi Lovato had said, "I've always felt like I like I a I'm man. A guy. I felt masculine. Let me cut my nice titties yeah, off. Right. Like I always felt like I should have a penis. Like I, I, I don't. Do you ever think that it like, is Demi what Lovato it is? It doesn't attention. affect me. Yeah. Somebody, somebody me. gave her but the cock, it. and she felt it in her throat. She said, "Oh." I ain't doing this no more. But to, I, to, to just come out and say I identify as they, I, I, nah, what is they? You're you're one person and you're not. Uh, see, we're we're getting so yeah. we're turning off people. 
Uh, fuck them. I don't give a fuck. The We're cock, kid. The cock. <laughs> you're 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 one person. You're not they. You're right. Him or her. Yeah. What right. the fuck do you? But, with but again, but again, it's a they. It's a celebrity that might about a feel like they're going out of the they. spotlight and mm-hmm. looking for attention to. Like pay, this what, celebrity what, also was was in just came out of rehab, rehab not too long else. ago. What was the other? Um, uh, what, what what's uh, her? She was in Juno. Oh, um, Page. That, now it's um, it was Ellen Page. It's uh, Ellen Page, and now it's something. Yeah, what's she got as now? Alan Arkin. <laughs> Alan <laughs> Alan Is that her name now? Alan Alda. I don't know. It's fucking Alan Arkin. It's a matter. <laughs> I like t- I like. <laughs> go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, all right. I got I got a good. I like. Well, I got a feel good story. Oh, you got a feel good story? Are we still yeah. on the segment? Jesus. Come on. What are you gonna come up with a feel good story for? We're just talking about feel good. We're talking about dicks that should been cut off. You're gonna talk about feel good story. I got yeah. Yeah, yeah, let's you make guys are assholes. Quarter eye snappers. Let's make this so, dick feel good. Never have a gal suggest that you need some attentions paid to your butts holes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Mike. So did you guys hear about uh Charles Barkley and what he's doing? Donations and, and whatnot? No. He's um giving a bunch of money back to his um his hometown in Alabama. He's given all 225 220, 250 employees, all a $1,000 bonus. That's pretty cool. That is cool. For, you know, all the educators, the bus drivers, the lunch ladies, the teachers, everybody. Give them all $1,000. Sloppy Joe, sloppy, sloppy Joe. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. Sloppy, sloppy Joe. That Veronica Vaughn. That is one. Is one piece of ass. No, you didn't. Well, you can imagine what it'd be like if you did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we got it on. <laughs> That's awesome. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, good for Charles. That's it. Yeah, remember his part. Remember his part in fucking Wayne's World. He's got. He's going to go down here, and then he's going to fly over here, and then he's going to end up in. He was the uh, bouncer, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you know, that guy had an awful lot of information for a bouncer. Yeah, it was Mr. Big. <laughs> yeah, he was trying yeah. to chase Mr. Big down, yeah. <laughs> um, should we hit on the NHL playoffs to satisfy one of our uh, listeners here? I'll fall asleep, but you can go ahead. Yeah, I yeah I, actually, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I know sorry, Jason. I don't, even know who's in. I don't even know who's in. Sorry, Jason. Our flyers are new. So, Jason, uh, why don't you even tell us what, what, what is going on in the playoffs? Oh, fuck it. I the, know about one series right now. The here. no hockey league. I don't even know what's going on in the Penguin series. What you should talk about is, listen, I'm a fan of all the sports, right? I'm a huge Flyers fan. Right. But when you talk about the lemmings that go into that building and uh, just say everything so positive when the team fucking sucks. Yep. And they haven't won a cup since the 70s. And these people keep, oh, everything's great. It's real good. It's nice. You know, you where's, the, where's the accountability? There's no accountability. Everything sunshines and rainbows. Can you imagine if the Eagles, 19, I mean, they didn't win since the 60s we were on them. I was like, oh, well, they made the finals here. I don't care if you make the finals. No. Win. And they fell. They fooled me this year. I was back on board. Yeah, yeah same, me too. Me too. I thought they were in the finals, and uh, they shit the bed. Jason, right. I think he was fucking with me, but Jason texted me the other day, and it's like, see, Philly's just not a hockey town. That's, that's, that's why. That's, that's, that's crap. That's, that's bullshit. Crap. 
and, and, and I see what he's saying. When the Flyers are in the playoffs, uh, dude, everyone's it, it's, They're so, They're yeah. so boring. They're so inconsequential for, like, we're going on decades now. Well, think about that, it. The, la- the last 10 years, the Phillies haven't been in the playoffs. And, and remember when the Phillies were in the playoffs? You couldn't go anywhere without seeing red. Yeah. So when no. yeah, they have like the they broke records for how many games sold out in a row. Do what have you done for me lately? Right, the flyer the, now now the, to Rob's point though, if corona, you know coronavirus wasn't going on, I mean I had season tickets the two years prior or four to two years prior yeah, before daughter, coronavirus, as well. and it was sold out every night. And and one of the years they sucked, and the other year they made the playoffs. But uh, either way, every night was sold out. And, and and what Rob's saying, those those lemons go in there, and it's the truth. They wear their flyer, and they're like, all right, we're going to win. And I'm, and I'm looking at the standings. I'm like, I can't get up for this game. Like, I'm not excited. I'm here. I'm drinking beers. I'm drunk. But I'm not, like, fired up. They score a goal. I'm like, all right, that's cool, but what are you going to do for me tomorrow? And it's a, it's a pessimistic way to think of things, but it's, it's a realistic way of thinking of things because you look at the whole picture and you go, yeah, so we, at the time. Carter Hart wasn't in the system. You know, he was coming through the system. Like, all right, we'll see. But I'm looking. I'm like, Giroux, Voracek. At the time, Simmons was still on the team, and he was kind of fading. It's like, what the fuck? This right. team is 10, fucking strapped. For 10 years. And, you know, I don't want to toot my own horn. I'm not. But, Rob, I wrote an article for our page five years ago. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Five, six years ago that we should trade Giroux, and I got killed for it. Well, you're and 100% right. That should have traded him five yeah, years ago. Yes, 100%. And, and it had nothing to do with his talent or the kind of player he was. It was – it's just they tried to make him the center point, and it didn't work. Right. He's a complimentary player. Right. Like, like so look where you're at now. Mm-hmm. You held on to this quarter for, for another five, six years, and you can't break it up now because of the contracts they got. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was gonna say, when are they out of cap hell? Like they can't spend any money. It's horrible. They're still uh, playing. Yeah. They're still paying for. I was, I was just gonna say they're still playing oh. the uh, the Russian bear. Yeah. Be on the moon somewhere. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If they call a ball. Remember when they were needed a goaltender? He said, "I come back." All right. That's enough. So, thought. Jason, there's there's your answer, and that's that's uh, that's like asking why uh, Pittsburgh's not a baseball town. <laughs> oh, right, you're right. Ouch! Cool. Gorgeous. Yes, it is. Beautiful. Stadium. Yeah, it is a nice stadium. It's one of the nicer stadiums I've been in. Yeah, but what's the burger called? What's the burger called? The Roethlisberger. Let's try to off that bridge. The but fucking <laughs> Roethlisberger. What do they put on it? Coleslaw. It's coleslaw. Um, coleslaw, fries? French fries. French fries and some fucking. Yeah, sandwich. the worst fucking sandwiches there. Yeah, Pittsburgh sandwiches fucking yeah, blow. It's not on. It's not on like a bakery kind roll. It's on a hamburger roll. It's it's horrible. Oh, and it's I, the worst. I, I'm a food snob to the tenth degree. I'm like, right, I'll try it. I'm like, this is it. The bread falls apart. The yeah. meat's not. I'm like, this sucks. It is yeah. not. And if it was good, I'd tell you. It's, it's like not good. Grabbing a roll that's been sitting in fucking yeah. roast beef. Can't hear you. Gravy. Can't hear you. It's a mess. We're, we're very spoiled with a sircone roll or, or rolls from a conchi bakery. We're very, mm-hmm. very, very spoiled. Here. Well, uh, you know, Phil, Philly's got it going on with sandwiches. Yeah, oh, we do. Yeah, you go down, fl- even Florida, dude. They don't fluoride in the water. The bread's not as, you know, it's like yeah. different. I could do a whole show. Actually, I've pitched a porn star cookbook, but that's for another show. I, <laughs> that's awesome. I could do a whole show on food because I'm so Philadelphia. I can Pussy tell you what I'm shout is the better, the best uh, f- uh, restaurant food town in America, and it's not even 
it's not even close. It's not oh. as far as the restaurant and the food scene in Philadelphia. Nice. Onion ring orgasm. <laughs> Onion ring <laughs> orgasm. Semen salad. So, so we thought that the, the problem with Gary and the microphone was that he was drunk. We found no. out that that's no, not it's true. just he just yeah <laughs> he gets excited. Yeah, yeah. He gets excited. He talks away from my yeah. He's like, hey, I got a good point. Yeah, I got yeah, a good I'm point. Like, <laughs> that to happen. You got to tell him like we tell our guest. Act like you're sucking a dick. You got to get close to the microphone. That's what oh, he's him. good at that. <laughs> right, Show me that dick. Do I got to swallow? No. Uh, you never have to swallow. Uh, just, it's I, just a courtesy. But I'm a nice guy. It's just a courtesy. Yeah. I'm a nice guy. It's a uh, I, went, I went to Pittsburgh in, in, uh, a couple times. I've, three, three times, I guess. But the, one, the only time I ever walked into a restaurant in Pittsburgh was 2002. Cordell Stewart was still the quarterback for the Steelers. I went in with my uncle. Cordell. Yeah, Cordell. Get out there, And it was uh, uh, James Stewart was the running back for the Detroit Lions. We were staying in the same hotel as the Lions, and my uncle had him on his fantasy team. He goes, hey, James, you're playing my Steelers. Don't do too much. James looks at me like, what the fuck are you talking about? Fantasy football. He's like, what the fuck? Anyway, so we go to the game. We leave. We go to this restaurant, and I got this fucking sandwich with coleslaw and french fries. I'm like, the fuck is this oh that, what do you mean like they, they have like what are you talking about i'm like what is this oh that's how we do our sandwiches like, i pulled that shit off and threw it on the fucking plane this is fucking garbage oh it was the word that was horrible it was terrible. absolutely horrible i'll give you something positive about pittsburgh although it was nicer than i thought it would be the cheerleaders in pittsburgh is ph- uh, high notch phenomenal oh, the guys yeah. the guy that runs from south philly he's partners with john in philly if you're ever in Pittsburgh, stop by cheerleaders uh, down there. It's, it's a good spot. Okay. All right. Nice. Is that in, like, the middle of town or, like, near the stadiums, or is it somewhere? I want – okay, where were we? We stayed at the point. I think it was in the middle of town. We were, like – it was, like, a 10-minute car ride. Okay. All right. And Pittsburgh's not real big, so that's not bad. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Pittsburgh's like being a Norris town. That's kind of what uh, That's exactly. actually a really good point. Absolutely. With the yeah. hills and the – yeah, that's actually a good point. So, Jason, did you check out on us already? You got think, no comments on all think, this shit? I think he did. I think he did. Uh, let's do SSCS of the week, and, and we'll get into baseball. Sound good? All right, so who pissed you off? Seeming swallowing cocksucker of the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! I'll punch you in the mouth! Uh, I'll go first real quick. Uh, Charles Barkley, actually. You knew, we just shared a nice story about him. Oh, uh, oh that's, that's nice. Yeah, he said... <laughs> yeah, yeah, um... That's for Charles Barkley. Uh, for calling the Bucks the team to beat in the East. Now I didn't, I didn't hear that. Yes, he did. He picked Sixers in the beginning of the year. Yep. He oh, said he did, yeah. He, he said how the Bucks are the team to beat. He said the Sixers won't make it. Uh, I, and I do think he has a underlying thing for this. Him and Joel Embiid have had this, like, combative, like, yeah, relationship. Joel don't bow down to I think he's, I think, he's under, behind, uh, I think he's motivating them. I think no, you're right. I think, I think it's reverse psychology. That's what I think. Mm. It's right. That's interesting. So that's all. He's probably got 10 grand on the Sixers. That might be a reverse SSCS. <laughs> it might well, be. It's a reverse semen reverse. It's a semen spitter cocksucker of the week. That's what, there you go. Yeah. If you notice on the TNT broadcast, for the longest time, Shaq would always talk about the Lakers because they were great, and Charles couldn't say anything. But then if you notice sometimes when the Sixers are playing well, Charles would go, let's talk about my Philadelphia 76ers. Uh-huh. So I think it's exactly what you said, Sean. It's, it's reverse psychology. He's trying to motivate him because he wants the Sixers to win. All right. Now, yeah, I and think he, so uh, in the worst way. Remember how the way he celebrated with Villanova won? Yeah. We've yeah. all seen that video. Yeah. 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 I mean, he wants the Sixers to win. Uh-huh. He's just, you know. 
Uh, go ahead, Rye. All right, so um, uh, you know what? Hold on, Rye. You know what? Let's make Ryan last. I, I know why. Uh, it, it, and trust me, you'll know why. Um, Mike, go ahead. All right, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna do a little math, guys. It, it's simple math, right? Um, so there's Phillies played three games, right? There's nine innings in a game. Nine times three is twenty-seven. They won a game, so they didn't bat one inning in the ninth. So that makes it twenty-six innings, right? Um, mm-hmm. one of those innings they scored seven runs, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. It was, so that it means the there's seven, twenty-five they had eight, other, seven run eighth inning, right? Okay, so that means there's twenty-five other innings in a series that they played against a woeful Marlins team, the last place Marlins team. Yeah. Um, how many runs did they score in those twenty-five right. innings? Uh, Anybody know? Like Davis, three. The Dave was it three? You're, you 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 would have been you would have been over exaggerating them, Rob. I think it was one. Two. Two. Because they got shut out in the last game. Yeah. So they got they scored, shut out in the last game. And they scored two, and they scored one early. They scored one. They, they scored, scored one, one and one. Two, yeah, you're right. And one before they and yeah. Yeah, you're right. They scored two runs in 25 innings. I get baseball's averages are down. I get the strikeouts. That's atrocious. I get blah, 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 blah. The Phillies' offense is my SSCS. That's a good one, Mike. I mean, you know, it's um, it's a concern for sure. It's almost the same thing as the, the, what's been going on. If they don't hit home runs, they don't score. No. Yeah, I mean, you said that. We've been talking about that for three years now. The other thing is last year the Phillies' offense actually looked pretty potent. Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited about it. Now this year we go around and the pitching's held up okay, like if pretty decent. The, yeah, top, like the top we, three Velasquez has had a few games. Now the hitters can't hit. Right, it's like, like this team of- figures out a way to not not succeed. And that's what bad, every year. That's what bad teams do. All right. Yeah. That's that's like the, the teams, the good teams, figure out ways to succeed. You know. Regardless of what's going on, they, they figure out ways to do it when things aren't going well. This mm-hmm. not, the Phillies find ways to be unsuccessful. Yeah, and that's funny. And it the, pisses me off. Like we were just talking about the Sixers. I read a stat, a stat earlier. Um, the Sixers are 25 and 9 this season when games are within five points. Hmm. I've watched la- a lot and, of those games. I've seen in the that la- trend. In, the last, wow. in the last three minutes. Wow. That didn't happen last year, by the no. way. So that's, good that's te- what it's for the playoffs. So good teams, the Sixers are a good team, figure out how to win them games. Mm-hmm. Bad teams, the Phillies, figure Score out how to win. just hit a second home run. And, oh, no, it's off the fence. I'm sorry. And he got a oh, single. Oh, she, dude, it was a blast. He hit a line yeah, drive. And, and, I'm watching, and I'm watching this game. McCutcheon has a playable ball. It's a tough play to catch that bounces off the wall, gets a double. Then the next hit. McCutcheon overruns a ground ball that's hit like right to the him. next hit. And it gives careful Rob yeah, the on the next... show. <laughs> What's wrong with Rob? You don't like Teddy's? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I hate him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you got an SSCS? Yeah, SSCS. Hold on, I got to do the thing. Seeming swallowing cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! Yeah, Rob. I'll Rob's going. Punch you in the Rob's mouth. going. You guys do this every fucking week? What the if fuck? I, no, no. This, no, I, I do a thing. Uh, well, 
kind of what have you learned? So it kind of ties. I do the same segment all the time. But am I allowed to have two people that piss me off? Is that, is that absolutely? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The first one's a high-profile person that's been ongoing. The second one happened a couple hours ago. So Ooh. I ran I ran the Wawa, and not because I don't get food from there because I think Wawa's food is horrible, but my boss wanted me to get f- food for him and my buddy I work with. So I go in, and I'm getting my shit, and I ordered something. And as, after I ordered something, I'm getting something else. And by the time I was done, this, the order was ready. So I go to pick it up. And the lady goes, sir, you know you need to pay for it. I'm like, what do you think I'm going to walk out of Wawa? I got seven things. I've been in here for three minutes. You see me every day. <laughs> and you think I'm going to walk out. I'm like, fuck you. You're a bitch. Yeah. So that, that woman at Wawa pissed me off. The second one is an ongoing thing. So I don't know if you guys know who Tanya Tate is. She's a British porn star. She owns no. a fairly well-known talent agency. Okay. And this has been going on forever. No. Okay. I've had uh, there's a, sh- a couple girls I haven't had on. I've wanted an Alexis Fox, and if you don't know, she is uh, Googler. Yes, yes, yes. I've wanted Alexis on forever, and Tanya's her rep. I keep going back and forth on emails with her. I'm like, Tanya, give me your number. Well, I don't want to talk on the phone. Tanya, you know the same people that I do. Let me call you. Well, I don't know. I'm like, you run a business. How do how do the girls like talk? Like, if someone wants to book somebody, <laughs> you can't give me your cell phone number, and she keeps being combative. And she won't give the info to Alexis, and I'm just like, yeah, I want these. She doesn't know how to run a business. You won't give me your number. Listen, Tanya, I'm still pissed at you. I don't care. This has been going on forever. Just give me your number so we can have a conversation like consenting adults. And I, all I want to do is give your client money. That's good, and you'll get a cut of it to come somewhere to do an appearance. It's very hard. It's a five minute phone call. Give me your fucking phone number. You little fat bitch. <laughs> you fat bitch. <laughs> she's probably not though at all she's... not not uh what's her name again what was what was the girl you're going for again Ta- uh the girl that i want on the show yes. or her rep her the girl you want on the show again alexis fox oh, so not alexis texas alexis. no alexis, although alexis, alexis texas Tegan presley have been on the show live from club risque they're 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 a blast those two nice that's nice. awesome uh ryan Gary doesn't have one. She means swallowing yeah. cocksucker all the week. And this is why. You cocksucker! Nobody pissed me I'll off. Punch you in the mouth. Alright, so um today I unfortunately had to go to a funeral. Um for a good friend of mine. Um friend of the show. Yeah, friend of the show. I've known him for about fifteen years. So um he works for a place um that I actually got him the job. I worked there a little over two years ago. Um, I got him the job, and then about, it was literally probably about six weeks later, I had moved on. But um, he was still working there, and uh, so I go to the funeral today, and there's one person. I was there for two hours. There was one person from that place that showed up to the funeral. Um. <clears throat> I just don't know how you do that. Um, you work with the guy for over two years. Chip bags. Just um, when you're out on the road, the kind of job it is, it's, it's an exterminating business. Just stop for 10 minutes and pay your respects. Like, I, I don't understand how that happens. So my semen swallowing cocksucker is everybody from Lethal Pest Solutions who didn't show up to the funeral for Tommy Nichols. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And... Um, we're going to do a little moment of silence for 
Tommy Nichols. I love you, bro. I'll never forget you, man. All right. All right. Good buddy for Ryan. We're going to do a shot for him. Good shot. All right, brother. Here you go. Here's to Tommy. For Tommy's, Tommy. Tommy's a good dude, man. All right. Sorry, brother. Yeah, that sucks, man. To Tommy's a good dude, man. Good dude. Good dude. 37 years old, man. Yeah. 37. <laughs> Bullshit. All right. Um, last sports subject, and then we'll do a corn pop popcorn. We'll call it a wrap. Philadelphia Eagles made a signing this week. Ryan Kerrigan. Absolutely. I'm going to be really interested to see how this how this rolls. That's right. We were we were texting back and forth on this a little bit, mm-hmm. and yeah, there I, was. Uh... I think it's a great signing. The team's still going to suck, but I think it's a great signing. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I um. You know, I may be on the other side of this. I I don't hate it. Like, I'm not mm-hmm. saying that it's not like, what the fuck are you signing that guy for? I don't hate it. Bottom line, Ryan Kerrigan is still going to demand attention on this defensive oh, line. Absolutely. He's going to be a rotational guy. I'm kind of looking at it like the Chris Long thing. It's exactly the same type. Right. right. So, so he's still going to demand attention on the defensive line. You have to account for him or he will sack your quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um. Let's keep it in perspective. He's not the Ryan Kerrigan of, of three, even three, four years ago. He no. lost his job in Washington to a rookie. Right, and he's not getting paid. Wasn't the rookie Chase Young, though? No, it was the guy they drafted the year before. Oh, all right. Um, uh, Cunt Jones. Cunt Jones, yeah. right. right. It was Cunt Jones. Right. So, um, again, I, I'm not saying I hate the signing. I just I, I feel you could have allocated the money somewhere else, specifically a cornerback. Um, I know the market for free agent cornerbacks isn't great, but we have one. Mm-hmm. We have one. Mm-hmm. Now they did just make a trade for a guy from Jacksonville. I don't know much about him. Yeah, he, I, I, he's, he's not a he's fourth round. He's a fourth rounder. He, right. he I mean, he's this, a camp guy. Yeah, I think so. He's a camp guy. So, um, he might be a little bit more than a camp guy. He, they'll probably make the team. Maybe I mean, practice out of squad, default. Out of default. Because they have nobody else. Right. So so the fact that you, you kind of ignored the position in the draft, like I, I don't know what Zach McPherson is. You, you took an injury-prone mm-hmm. offensive lineman in the second round with a Sante Samuel Jr. sitting there. Um, so, again, I, I'm not saying I hate the signing. I just think you could have allocated the money somewhere else. Yeah. That was more of a need. Now it's a one-year deal, probably, right? Yeah, I would think it's so. A, yeah. Just a tad over three million. Look, he he had five point five sacks the last two years where he wasn't starting. Mm-hmm. Um, Four of them were against the Eagles. Th- this defensive line, <laughs> yeah, right. This defensive line, uh, say what you want, dirty, dirty. Yeah, but but they don't <sighs> they they don't get after the court. They don't they have get the quarterback. No, so you you're adding a guy here. A, a rota- he's going to be a rotational guy for them. Yeah. Take some snaps away from. I mean, look, look. Is Vinny Kerr still on his team? I don't. I don't know. He's probably taking snaps away from Derek Barnett. So Derek Barnett, uh, who has been a disappointment, right? right. So there's. there's a, I don't even know if Kerrigan's on the team. I mean, they're, they're, they're four or they're four now are Kerrigan, Graham, Barnett, and Sweat. So he might right? take a little. He might be a rotational guy for Graham too on the other side. Yeah. You know, um, who's also thirty, the same age. And no one bitches about him, by the way. 
Um, so I, I don't know. I, I have no problem whatsoever with this. I think this is a team who needed defensive help, defensive line help, even though it wasn't something that was spotlighted they on. Needed, they needed a fourth guy. They did, and and the thing is too, like Mike, I, we, you and I, like I think you and I agree with the with the draft as far as the tail end of the draft. They built this team in the trenches, or they're trying to build this trying team in the to, trenches, yeah. and this was a trench move, like uh, you know, in the trenches move, I should say. Um, it was a gritty move. They're yeah. trying, they're trying to build these lines up to try to dominate the line of scrimmage. I have absolutely no problem with it. I hear what Ryan's saying. I totally agree with him that you have other needs that are more pressing. But looking at this list, so TJ, so we have a group on Facebook, Corner Pub Sports Hangouts. It's a public group. Anyone can join. Anyone can start in a conversation. We had someone who's arguing, well, what about the wide receivers? What about? And I gave him a list of wide receivers that are available. I gave him a list of cornerbacks that are available. I said, dude, all, first of all, the wide receivers that are available aren't any good. And the cornerbacks, Richard Sherman's the top guy no, Breland Breeland is another guy. I've actually been upset if they signed a free agent wide receiver. And and, and Breeland and, and Sherman right. are gonna cost you a lot more than what Ryan Kerrigan just cost you. And then he's like, well, what about the offensive line? Well the Eagles just signed three offensive linemen this week. Yeah. And their offensive line is supposed to be healthy. Granted it's old and you have to start moving on, but if the if the offensive line stays healthy, it's it's one of the best old lines no, in football. Lane, Lane Johnson's 100% now. Brandon Brooks. Brandon mm-hmm. Brooks. Yeah, but Lane Johnson's 100%, but he's injury prone. Brandon Brooks is yeah, getting older. Obviously, yeah, you got to replace Kelsey at some point. But Mike, you also have – Lane Johnson honestly seems like he's starting to break down. Right. And ster- I agree with it's that. It's the steroids. Hmm, could be. Right. Um, I don't know. So, I mean – Who am you, I you to got, judge? You, you, got your, you got your left tackle – between the two of them, between Dillard and Milotti, you, you hope that you got um, somebody there. Um, you got Landon Dickerson. Right you got Landon Dickerson. You'll be all right. <laughs> well, Landon Dickerson should be a guard or a center. I mean, he's going to be Kelsey's replacement. That's what they drafted him as. He could play anywhere yeah. on the line. Right. He has played I mean, everywhere on the line. Lane Johnson's probably going to if he's stick around for a couple more years. Brooks, I don't know how many more years he signed. Maybe two. You could say that um, with any player, though. But you can and say then, more about a guy who two ACLs and has two bad Who's it, Say Malu? That's the, the other guy, they right? They still have yeah. Yeah, so they, he's the guard. He's, he's still, probably he's still he's young Dillard. enough to be around for he's, a little bit. You still have Dillard. You still have, you know. You have Malata Dillard and Say Malu, and now you have Dickerson. So that's three quarters of your line that's young and mm-hmm. productive. And then you got some draft picks next year. I don't think the offensive – line needed to be addressed this year. I think it's something that you have to start thinking about in the next year or two, along with other positions. Hold on, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You didn't think the offensive line needed to be addressed this year? I think it did. Absolutely. You need to add depth, and I think they did, though. Yeah, but I don't think that was their number one problem. Their number one problem is the defense, the defense, the defense. That's what they really focused on. Mm -hmm. And he did. And the quarterback, but that's a whole other argument. And they did. I mean, it'll be uh, interesting. What, to see what, what two, two defensive, that. two defensive linemen, two linebackers, a safety, a court, a couple, a cornerback, and then they signed a couple corners, and they, and they signed a couple defensive linemen. So, the I, secondary again is going to be. I agree. I, I the linebacker situation too. I mean, that's why I say secondary. Yeah. I so mean, Ryan, Ryan, to answer to answer your question though, is the line right now if everyone stays healthy? And you got one, maybe two backup guys. I think they're probably okay All this right, what, year. What do you do for twenty twenty two? 
Like, do you just draft and bring in rookies? You, yeah, I mean, you've got to start drafting, or maybe, maybe there's some free agency money that frees up after the Carson Wentz deal, and you could sign somebody. Yeah, but hold on though. Who? So who's? So Kelsey's probably the only lineman who retires. Okay, Brandon Brooks is coming off a two Achilles. How long does he have left? Lane Johnson's breaking down. I understand. Did, uh, I understand. But, Lane, yeah, but that's, Isaac, that's the how only, how right, Lane that's Johnson, the only two though. that haven't been addressed now. Hold on, I'm being right? asked questions. Let me answer. No, fuck okay. you. Shut the fuck up. Go ahead. Okay, so so Lane Johnson looks like he's breaking down. Isaac Salmon is not proven. Jay, uh, the Malad is not proven. Dillard's not proven. Um, Brandon Brooks is coming off two Achilles injuries. Okay, so. The offensive line didn't need to be addressed. I don't. I, that's not. That's not the question I was answering. No. No, but, yeah, but they, first of all, they did get it. Go ahead, Rob. No, you got to see what those young offensive linemen are going to do. I mean, after this year, if they don't look good, okay, then you can address it. But if those guys are good, the offensive line's fine. I'm not. I'm not really too concerned. That's not our biggest issue right now. That is. That is like a fifth on my worries. It's on the bottom of the list. Okay. That's Eagles. not my biggest issue, but like offensive to put it number five to me is yeah. But that was that wasn't your question. You said what are they going to be doing in twenty twenty two? And I was trying to answer that. Right. So 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 Lane Johnson is going to be here next year. Lane Johnson's starting to break down. I, I might not disagree with you on that. Uh, Lane Johnson's starting to have injury problems, and that's fine. But he'll he'll be here next year. Jason Kelsey's the one guy on that line who's probably not going to be here next year. And you just drafted probably his replacement. Yes. You have Dillard, you have Mulatto. One of them is going to be your left guard. You have Brandon Brooks, who, who, who we'll see. I agree with you. We'll see. Well, who's your left and tackle? And you have Salamalo. Who's your, your left, left tackle? tackle? You I just still said. have. You have two guys, I just and said you it. hope that you got a first round draft pick from two years ago yeah. that was Dillard or Mulatto. Or Mulatto actually. Mulatto played well last year. Did. Okay, okay. You didn't like Mulatto. I thought he looked pretty damn good. I thought good he looked good last year. year. Yeah. I did like. Okay. As. I'm not saying I didn't like Mulata. Is Mulata proven to you? Is he proven? Uh, no, yeah, but, but then again, yet, but nobody's there. proven on this. I is mean, Dillard proven to you? No. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's so the way that you build. You, you like you. You're right. So Ryan, your your options are go with guys that are semi-proven that you're trying to get better, or to spend a boatload of money that on the offensive line that puts them in the position that they've been in to where they don't have salary cap. You need to have younger guys step up on the offensive line. You have one or two veterans, and then the rest of the guys are the young guys that are proving themselves that need to prove themselves to be. That's isn't okay. that what the offensive line uh, should uh, uh, be? Okay, okay, hold on. How long have we had J- uh, Jordan Mulata on this team? Two years. Oh. Jordan Mulata has only been here two. Well, years? he's probably been three, three, no, maybe it's been four, five. It no, it years. has not been five years. It was two years before he even came on the field. It was. F- it's been five. Yeah, but Doug the first Peterson three years you knew him. he was a exactly. six-round pick. You you, you drafted him developmentally. Doug Peterson drafted him. Yeah, don't get your right. Jordan, in a bunch. Okay, Jordan uh, and Doug Peterson was just just fired this I, year. How long has he been? here? It's been five years. Yeah, but he was drafted as a developmental guy. He wasn't drafted to start right away. 2018. Okay, okay. so 18, 19, 20, we're in 21. That's four years, right? And okay, his fourth years. year. Okay, okay, okay. Is he right, – That's he, why I said the first two years of his career he didn't right. play. Right, is he, is, is he proven? No, and you okay. asked that two minutes okay. ago. Okay, Andre he's, Dillard. He's Andre Dillard. He, looked, he looked good when he played last yes. year. He, yes, did, he did, but – Yes, he did. He did. What did he play, four games? Play, he started more. almost the whole year. Yeah, he yeah. played a lot he more than Malata. He played yeah. a lot. Malata played a lot last he year. He played most of the he season. He replaced Brandon Brooks. 
He was playing in and out. Like, he was playing different positions all year long. No, he was playing good, and then Jason Peters was healthy, and they pulled him and put Jason Peters in. And Jason Peters went down again, and he replaced And him. then he was hurt. Malata? Yes. No, he wasn't hurt. He, no, he, missed, he missed the last half of the season. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He played a good majority of the season last year and did well. Let's see here. Malata played the 15 games last year. Yeah. You just don't remember having conversations about Malata. Why is he not in or he's struggling? No, we did. No, no. Our, 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 it was because he wasn't playing the left tackle position over Peters, but he played yeah. in 15 games last year and he started in he 10. Missed, he missed the last two games last year. So he. Right. he I get what you're, what okay, you're okay, okay. So I hear you say. So you're getting confused. Because going when, into 2021, you're, if it had to be, you're all right with Jordan Malata being your starting left tackle. I am. I'm fine with it right now. Yes. Yeah. He showed enough to me he, last I year that he, he deserves can play the a position. shot. He can he, he has right. the right to see. I think, I think between shot. him, I think that the two, I think Dillard and Malata fight it out. And mm-hmm. one of them, you hope but between going, the two of them, you have a starting left tackle. He played going, one last year. Okay, but going into your fifth year, should it be he deserves a shot? Fourth year. No, and fourth year, they draft him as in the sixth I or mean, seventh round. No, yeah, but he drafted him as a sixth uh, or seventh round as a rugby player. That first two years was teaching him how to project. play the position. In all, in all reality, I mean. He was a project. He was a project. What choice you got? All right. you know take I mean? take one year off, okay, because that first year, you knew he wasn't going to be a starter. He was in the playbook. Right, he was, a late draft pick, he was a late draft pick, and he was his first year, and he was going to be a project. So take that first year out. So say third year as a real NFL player, and he and it lasts. So last year was his second full season as an NFL player. Okay, and he, I thought he, I actually he was, was viable. In, I was actually impressed. He was viable with the progress he made at playing that position because you never heard his name called in the game. So you, it, no it, one ever said, "Oh, Jordan Mulata was horrible today." So no one he, ever said that. If okay. he's just starting so left tackle, offen- I'm fine with it. All right, so the offensive line didn't need to be addressed. That's no, not. That's, that's well, not. First what you of all, asked. I thought that they no, did address it with the second. You pick. said okay, we're going to so do 2022. This, the, the, yeah. the, exactly. That's how this they, conversation started. They didn't address the offensive line. Well, yes, so they did. So where is it? By drafting, they got Dickerson. They drafted the best a guy with two ACLs and two. And they angles. signed like four guys. This, yeah, they, they did, but the guy that they drafted, I'll, I'll admit to you, it's a risk. But he was the best offensive lineman in football, in college football. He's the best offensive lineman in college football. So was Sidney Jones, the best corner, and he fell to the second round. So, yeah, but DK Metcalf fell to the second round because of injuries too, and he turned. Look, I, I, you and I both said that we're not thrilled under Dickerson. They oh. overdrafted him. I feel, I still feel that they overdrafted him. Mm-hmm. Um, but the offensive line, when healthy, has five or four. Well, now three, three Pro Bowlers, and then two guys. Say two guys that seem like they're going to be all right. That's the whole right side of the line. That's my point. And red letters when healthy. Right. That's my point. Exactly. You know what's interesting about that? You have guys that are consistently breaking down. The three. Jason Kelsey. Probably the one of the best centers the Eagles have ever had. Never um, hardly missed a game. Right. So 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 you have him. And then you have Lane Johnson, who's clearly breaking down. And Brandon Brooks coming off two. Achilles injury. He's not lasting a season. Like he probably not. No. So then you're having you got two guys that are. We'll see. Which is interesting though. Like, you, you, I, your main concern though, 
is the left tackle position, and yet the right side of your line for Jalen Hurts is covered, and it's going to take care of him because your main concern, the offensive line is that's his blind spot on the right. One of the most important things on a football team, but you're you're missing the boat here. The main concern of this team is the quarterback. That's the main concern. The guys well said, Rob. Learn, the the guys got to learn how to a be accurate, which he's not. And B, stop being a college quarterback where when he looks up and the first read's not there and he runs. Listen, Can't I'm not sold defense. On this guy. I'm not sold on this guy at all. I hope I'm wrong. I don't think he's that good. And it's yeah, but Rob, don't you want to give him a chance? Don't you think he deserves a chance? I'm giving him a chance, but if I had to go to Vegas and say, is this guy going to be good? I'd bet a lot of money on no. I hope I'm wrong. And then okay. you got to worry about the goddamn coach. This guy makes Rich Kotite. Look like oh, Albert Einstein. Oh, you oh, went there. Oh, oh shit. So, so this is, this is perfect. This is perfect because oh. I want to I want to bring this up. Uh, Pro football football focus had Jalen Hurts ranked as the thirty first out of thirty second quarterback in the league. Well, I mean, do you think that's fair? And and um, do you think that's fair. accurate? Yes. Yeah. You what, do? Like, yeah. I don't know if there's there's nothing on them. Right. I don't know if accurate or fair. Like like them that them rankings are they're like screwed. Retarded. They're screwed. But you know, pro football talks never know, right anyway. No. I just I look at my eyes. He did nothing to impress me last year. I I, I the only thing I the, the only thing I'll say about him. I love his confidence. Mm-hmm. I love his mentality. He seems like he can be a leader. I just, you just don't know if he has the talent to do it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm he, usually the most pessimistic fucker on this show. And if he and, doesn't have And the, I'm the one that's like, let's wait and see on this guy. I yes, mean, it, it, it is. But, but if I mean, he, we are waiting and seeing. I'm not judging him. All I'm saying is, if he doesn't have the talent to do it, the Eagles are fucked. Well, they're not, for years. No, so they're not. They're, they're not. not. No, they're not. They got three first round draft picks next year, and if he's if he's that bad, they're going to have a high draft pick to, to draft his replacement. And I know, I know. All of a sudden, there's no good quarterbacks. The quarterbacks, college football just ran out of good quarterbacks. They're they're they're, they're not existent next year. But I don't know. I I I think it's fine. So I we'll think, keep playing. We'll keep playing it, Mike. We'll keep playing the wait and see thing. With the quarterback and the offensive line. So that's what we'll do. We'll play wait and see. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, so, but I do think that Roseman put him in a position. I, I, I think he's given himself some 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 um, some room. I think what he did was, was stockpiling the picks for next year. Yeah. I think that's one of their I think that's part of their because plan. They're not sure if, what if they got Hertz doesn't pan out, he's gonna take a quarterback next year. With an early pick, and I agree with you. And as an it, like, I want to see this team get good again. And I 100% agree with you, Ryan. But I just sucks that it, it doesn't set them back for three. Years. It does because no, it, no, yes, they will set them back. Some because when you draft a quarterback, if you're drafting a quarterback next year, how do you know that quarterback you're drafting is ready to come in and exactly. play right away? How did how did the second how, how did the number two overall pick work out with Carson Wentz for us? They won a Super Bowl. Well, it would have been fine if they didn't trade him, but we could spend six hours on that. And, oh, and, and well, they won, but they also won a Super Bowl with him under the helm for twelve games. So, but I mean, there's there's always going to be Jameis Winston, Mars. Like, look at Tennessee; they got rid of Mariota, and Tannehill gets them. Like, they're 
they're a competitive right. team. Right. There's there's always a chance that a quarterback. So well, we like Ryan, going. what is your so what is your what's your plan? What 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 did you think that they should have did? What do you think they should do, or what do you think they should have done? What's your fix for this? Like and a quick fix, or like in 2022 not, or whatever. It's not like, a quick fix. It's not a quick fix. That's my problem. Like, so what is your what's your thoughts? And, and I'm fine. like, pick. I think they're going to suck this year, and I'm okay with that. Yes, they're going to suck this year. The, number one with the second round pick, you take a, a, a you take a you take Asante Samuel, right? It, it doesn't but even that, have to be to Asante. You take the cornerback. Like these, okay. are, the, these are serious needs that the Eagles have had for years. Like, it's the same thing over and over and over. Um, and then you address the offensive line. Like, you could have got – if you took Landon Dickerson in the third round, I'd have been cool with it. Completely right. cool. Right. I agree. I agree. But I then th- there, there was also a linebacker you could have took at the second in the second round. There was a safety as well. Right. So, it's right. – it's, They do this every year to you. Every they do. fucking year but, I but feel you know, like this. But, right here's, but here, here's also the thing. Like, and, and I'm looking at this from an outsider perspective, and it's hard for me because I've been, you know, all I know is the Eagles. And if Hurts don't work out. Every man, fucking team does this, though. Like, every team does this. Every team takes a player, you know, th- oh, DK Metcalf. And I'm with, I'm with everybody. Like, we should have taken fucking DK Metcalf over J.J. Ortega Whiteside, right? But how many is other teams? Even, is that even a conversation? But how many other teams are talking about the same thing? Right. Oh, we took so and so over it. fucking DK right. Matt. Oh, we took so and so over DK. But you know what, Sean? That's not our team. Right. You know so what I mean? I don't care about that. Right. right. But everyone else has the same conversation right. we're having right now. Yeah. Everyone else is going. When I look at what this team needed, and when I what, what this team needed to do, and and looking forward, I'm I I'm glad they didn't draft another quarterback early because I. You took Jalen Hurts in the second round. Okay? You have to. What the fuck did Harper just do? Harper just misplayed a ball in right field. Just, I mean, this game's over anyway, but that was pathetic. Anyway. This, that's the way Like this is. That's the way this game's been the, going this all. This defense like, oh, fucking so blew. Bad. Harper just completely misplayed this ball. And it just allowed three, four, three runs to score. He's yeah. allowed a mistake, man. Yeah, I'm not going to. You know what I mean? Ah, fuck him. Yeah, if you're going to make a mistake in an A3 game, the top. Yeah, of the I guess. Well. I mean, this is a foul ball. If you, if you lose, if you lose focus, might as well. Look at this, fucking routine fly ball, and he fucking drops it. He doesn't. He didn't even drop it. He, he just, dropped the ball. He didn't even drop he, it. He gave up on he it. He gave up on it. He's yeah. afraid to run into the wall. Well, in an A3 game, for who, for what? And the dude, and the dude, <laughs> and the dude who hits it is acting like he fucking did something special. Anyway, um. You know, we're not. I don't know what the fuck I was going to say. In three years. <laughs> Basically, what I was going to say is, you know, every team does this. Every team passes up on players. I I like what this what the what the Eagles did in the draft this year, where they built within the trenches. They drafted a couple offense, you know, a long, offensive linemen, signed a couple offensive linemen, drafted a couple defensive linemen tackles. You know, they haven't drafted a tackle since e, Elijah Qualls in 2017. Right. That's the first offensive tackle they drafted. And you know what? No matter Look what. Look how old right, Fletcher Cox is. We were talking last year how Fletcher Cox might be losing a set. Yeah. And, you know, no matter where you pick or who you pick, what round, this round, late, early, high. You got to see. Every it. draft pick is a crapshoot. Yes, it is. Every one of yes, them. Yes, it is. Hey. You th- could also get a diamond in the rough in the fifth and sixth round. Now, look, we all have concerns about Dickerson. 
But if Dickerson ends up being a solid player after his injuries are over, then we're not or talking maybe, about it. Maybe he pay, maybe he maybe he doesn't pan out, and that's going to suck. That's why pick. they probably should have. That's why they took. They should have probably taken him in the third round. I totally agree with you, Ryan. Now here, uh, right. right? He could either be good, and you're like, "Wow, we got lucky getting him in the second round," or he plays two games and he ends up with another injury. Here's the comparison: like, What the fuck? It's Dickerson and Asante Samuel Jr. That's your comparison, right? That's the comparison you have to go by. Or the the, the linebacker, linebacker Levon, whatever from uh, oh, Dane. Yeah, Notre yeah, Dane. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah. Like, which one of those players can contribute? Is it the guy we drafted or the other two? That so, we so you compare those guys, or, but or the quarterback. we yeah. do this every year. I mean, we talked about it last week. There's I, there's I, like four years all in a row time. where your second round pick doesn't contribute. Right. What's that, Rob? Dickerson has the most upside out of all those guys you just mentioned. Yeah, and, and, and Dickerson would have been the first offensive lineman taken if it wasn't for his injuries. Right. Right. You know, so I, you think I, as a as a center type player, he would have been the first like oh, center. Yeah, yeah he would have been he would have been drafted. Every, he could play every position. He would have drafted a buzz. Yeah, he, he would have went in the top five. Yep, top ten and top and, ten. And his locker room presence. Don't don't forget that. I I did. I don't know anything about it. <laughs> read it. Read, read the article. <laughs> I'm not read. So I don't know how to read. Right? He's going to get you all fired up. We're going to go out there as he's limping because he's got a fan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think this show this show's going on long enough. It's time for a last segment. Rob, have you had fun tonight, dude? Right, we didn't even funny. We didn't even talk about the Kerrigan signing, other than we didn't even get into arguments about it. Yeah, we went off I don't the rails think it's time. I, I think we're. I think I'm. I blew my load. So, so Rob, so Rob, this is this is probably the the most fun segment we do, and this is how we kick off the end of the show, I should say. Well. The, the most fun segments usually with if Gary's drunk and he's doing for the beer. Yeah, he's sober right now. Um, so so we do a, we do a, uh, a segment at the end of every show. It is um, corn pop popcorn, and we basically look at the last fifty years in movies. And right now we're up to eighty five. We're gonna double double do a double uh, feature tonight. It's still eighty five and eighty six. So Gary's got nineteen eighty five. So we basically do the top ten grossing movies, and uh, and then a couple and a couple honorable mentions. mentions. And who's got eighty six, Mike? I got it. Yeah. All right. So. Mo- so, Gary, here's 1985 Corner Pub Popcorn. You're still All right. Number 10, 1985, was Commando. 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 Blow off some steam, Bennett. Blow off some steam, Bennett. Number nine was Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh. Number nine was Pee Wee's? Yeah. Dude, that, first of all, hold on. 85 was Pee That was Tim Burton's first movie, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. The eighties were the golden age of comedies, by the way. Yes. Yeah. The eighties are probably the most original era of movies. Hundred percent. That's probably true. Yeah. Dude, Pee Wee's Big Adventure is amazing. That whole like, you know those. He's got the he's got the uh, fucking half the um the uh the the. He, it's been so long, dude. I know, but he's driving. He's driving. He's like, what you do? He's like, you know those. Those labels on the mattress said, do not remove. <laughs> I got angry one night, and I cut one of them off. Like, oh, my God. He's like, ah! And then, and then the best is in the bar. He's like, I say we hang him, and then we kill him. I say we let him go. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Elvira. Yeah, oh, my God. Yes, that's Elvira. It is. All right. Tell him large Marge sent you. <laughs> Number eight. 
and sh- and uh, look, you know, Gary's getting annoyed. Yeah, yeah, he's getting annoyed. Gary's getting annoyed because he ain't, it. he ain't about the Pee Wee's Playhouse. Rambo first. Blood and she part looked at two. him and said, <laughs> "What's it? What is it? What is it? Rambo first Blood Part Two. Wait, wait, Rambo Part Mur- Two first. Mur- Murdoch. Wait, so it's just First Blood, but it's Part Two. Yeah, oh, Murdoch. I'm coming I'm to so get you. You. Wouldn't that be a second blood? Yeah, I know. I mean, John, shut the fuck up. It's first blood part two. That just doesn't make any sense. Up. What was that? Eight? Fuck you. I'm trying to help you, motherfucker. That's what I'm saying. Carrie just asked what year that was. Who <laughs> did? Carrie. I said, what number was that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> number seven, Fright Night. Fright Great Night. Great movie. Great. The yeah, first Fright Night. I'm talking to the mic. Suck my mic. Yeah, you can't, they, mic. Can't, they can't hear you. Number seven was Fright Night. That's Thank a great you. You fucking movie. You got it, brother. All right. Number six was Witness. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Witness. Who was in That's that? That's actually a good movie. It's Harrison Ford. It's about a murder in, in, in Amish country. Did it happen at daytime? It had to, yeah. Some Amish kid witnesses a murder. <laughs> you know, so, so he's trying to protect them. But everything's done during the day in the sun. Number five, after hours. <laughs> After hours. See, see, it was it during the daytime? The next movie is After Hours. Who was in After Hours? Was that Nick Nolte? Who was in that? Oh, uh, hold on. After Hours. Wasn't that 48 Hours that Nick Nolte was in? Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm no, sorry. <laughs> we got to put them in the shit. Roseanne no. Arquette. You fucking asshole. It wasn't Roseanne Arquette. 48 Hours. It's not Patricia Arquette. Arquette. Who's Rosanna the Rosanna Arquette? Who's yeah. Rosanna Arquette? Rosanna Arquette. Who's the bitch with all the shit in her face? That's my wife. <laughs> Pulp Fiction. Rob's <laughs> 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 like, Christ, I thought my show was off the rails. Oh, uh, this is nothing. This is like a normal day at the office. <laughs> Hold on, Gary's having a heart attack. Just give him a minute. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. It'd be all right. Uh, number four, the Goonies. Oh, Goonies. Gotta love the Goonies. Hey, guys. Goonies. Nice. Number four is Goonies. Huh? Man, you really are hungry. <laughs> you know, three. Dude, number yo, three. Yo, back in the day. Number three, the, hold color, on, the color hold purple. It. Hold on. We're back in the day, man. No, I don't want to. So, so, so when I was a kid and the fucking the Goonies are out, you know. So, so one of my boys, James, yo, dude who plays Sloth, it's fucking Gene Hackman. Dude, what? Dude, that was a running joke for fucking oh, ten great. years, dude. It was so, we were dying. It's not fucking. And he swore, yeah, it's Gene Hackman for ten years. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> Number three, the color, the color, purple. color purple. So I, I recently saw a uh, post that said, "What's the greatest movie ever made?" And our my old drummer and my old band uh, said, "The Color Purple." I have actually never seen it. No, I never did it either. I heard yeah. it's it's Whitney Houston. It's or, powerful. Whitney Houston. Oprah, Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. Winfrey. <laughs> Oprah I heard Winfrey's it's in it. um, Whoopi Goldberg's in it too. I heard it's like very powerful. Whoopi wrote that. Oh come on now, Whoopi! You know you wrote that. Nigga, I had like Bob. <laughs> Let me rub my fingers through that Bob while you go pussy ass. Yeah, Bob. Yeah, hold, hope on. He Bob. Wrote that. hold on. Uh, Bob who? Bob why? One, one of the greatest comedians of all time passed away this week. By the way, Paul, Paul Mo- Mooney. Paul Mooney passed away. Yes, and he did a skit one time on um, <laughs> Dave Chappelle's Chappelle show. show when he was reviewing movies, 
and one of the women in Gone with the Wind passed away, and he goes, yeah, she died, and she and she was repressed and all this shit, you know, oppressed, and she didn't get any money, but it's okay. She came back as over Winfrey, took everyone's fucking money. <laughs> then he had to know he was talking about The Last Samurai. Who the fuck going to make a movie called The Last Samurai starring Tom Cruise? Can I finish this? That means I'm going to make a movie called The Last it? Can I finish this? Starring Tom Hanks. Look at him going mad. Yeah, he wrote yeah. for he wrote for Richard Pryor. Yeah, he was too. one of Richard Pryor's main writers. Yeah. Number two, The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Oh, 85 is The Breakfast Club. Wow. I got to be honest, I hated that movie. I don't Same get here. Yeah, really? Same here. All I got for my birthday was his cigarette burn. Yeah. yeah. Can you describe the ruckus, sir? Really? You guys didn't like that movie? Nope. I thought it was pretty it's decent. Uh, number one. Number one, number one, number one in Hold on, 85. Hold on. Oh, yeah, Ryan got this one. Back to the Future. Got to get back in time. Yo, you know how much money that made? $388.8 million. 88 miles per hour. 1.22 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. 1.21 gigawatts. Hello, McFly. Uh, You're a slacker, McFly. First of all, damn, where is that kid? His fucking guitar wasn't even plugged in. So you want to oh, hear that sound we were looking for? <laughs> here it is. His fucking cord wasn't even plugged in. So yeah, get the fuck was, out of here with that. He, he was so shaky that it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't right. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Wobbly cops. Sounds like that's where I draw the line. <laughs> shit. It's not right. Whole wobbly and shit. So you're saying he, got he some honorable mentions? Man. He moves so fast it is oh, it just he like he didn't need a water. He just he just created electricity, electric, electric current <laughs> through the pickups. That's fucked up. That's not even right. It's funny though. It is funny. All right, we got uh, out of Africa is a can't hear honorable you. mention. Out of Africa, out of Africa, out of Africa. Yeah, William Hurt was in that, I think. Yeah, go back to Africa. I'm not an animal. Robert Redford, Meryl Streep. Can't hear you. What the fuck? I'm right here. Talk in the mic. Garrett, talk into the microphone. He's only been in the show for four years. Suck my fucking balls. Did you hear that? Suck my balls. What's that yeah, you want to cheese? He's never done it sober. That's his problem. He's never done it sober. Suck my balls. This might be the first time that Gary's ever been sober on the show. Weird Science. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah. a good movie. Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Yeah. What number are these movies? <laughs> I didn't count them. <laughs> you don't have to count them. I don't got to count them. It's all right. It's understood. National Lampoon's European Vacation. Yeah. Oh, really? Reanimator. Dad, I think he's going to put... No, that's, that's regular vacation. The European one. Isn't that when he knocks all them fucking bricks over at the yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, he keeps hitting that fucking guy. guy he, he keeps hitting <laughs> that fucking guy. Oh, the guy who took the video. That's okay, Chuck. <laughs> yeah, the he's guy all, who... He's all busted up. <laughs> he runs him over again. <laughs> you know who that guy is that took the video, who has the camera. It's the guy from Monty Python. Yes, okay. yes, okay. it is. Yeah. yeah. And, and also that his son in that movie sees tits for the first time. Yeah. There, there's nudity in that film. I love the eighties was great for just nudity when it wasn't necessary, but it was fantastic. Pasakas. Pasakas. <laughs> oh, that's great. I've never seen Hooters before, Rob. I think you might need to send me some pictures. I got yeah, pictures, videos, whatever the hell you want. All right, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Rob's gotta hook us up tonight. TNA. TNA. All right, what what do you got? Hi, welcome to Rock. That's it. That's it. Yeah. All right, Mike, 1986. 
Usually, Rob, by the way, we don't usually double it up or we mix the last couple of weeks. So, Mike Scott, 1986. Hold on, 1986. I said, I thought Pee Wee's Big Adventure was 86. All right, number 10, I got to guess. No, oh, I know I'm fucking wrong. Is Willow in the mix? I hated that fucking movie. Willow? Yeah, I hated that fucking movie, but I, 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 I have a feeling it's in there. I don't see it. All right, good. All right. <laughs> I don't even see it, like, listed. No, you, I don't even know if you have the right year. It might be 87. All right. All right, so dude, number 10. It's off the cuff, dude. What do you want from me? I was fucking seven, five. I don't know what I was. Five. Down and Out in Beverly Hills. Okay. I, I never saw that one. Yeah. Missed that one. Number number nine's low, seemingly. Um, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. That's a good one. That mm. is a good one. Ferris Bueller's Day Off is a classic. Absolutely. You want me to make a phony phone call to Edward <laughs> Rooney? <laughs> Rooney! <Rooney-er. laughs> Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Gosh, I have it. All right, number eight. Ruthless People. That's a Walt Disney movie. That, no, uh, it is. It is a Walt Disney movie, and it's also uh, a movie with uh, Dana DeVito. Um, I'm trying to remember who else is in that. Uh, there's a couple other people in that. I'm trying to find the uh, French thing. I had, I had. Oh, here we go. Here, here we go. Fr- uh, Furious Bueller. I speak a little French. You're an asshole. Ah, oh, fuck. That's friend. the wrong one. Damn it. I had a part of my French or you're an asshole. I can't find it. Anyway, part of my French, but you're an asshole. I had it somewhere. So, number seven, um, making a uh, dual year appearance. The Color Purple came oh. out in December of 85. That was okay. So, it was a popular movie. I never saw it. Damn, two years in a row. I used to play it all the time for, like, the movie the night, like, after the 10 o'clock news that would come on. Mm. Hey. I was begging to get in a movie. Please, man. I'll suck. I suck your dick. Ew. I got these cheeseburgers. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do you What do you All right. Number six. Star Trek IV, The Voyage Home. Ugh. Not bad. Nah. Yeah, but once, Spock, Star Trek, once Spock died, like, yeah. that's it. Like, I'm out. Yeah, after Khan. Yeah, after Khan. Yeah, that's it for me. Personally. Number five, Aliens. Ooh. All right. Aliens and T2 and Dark Knight and Godfather and Godfather 2. Name me four Best. better sequels than those four. I, I... Another 48 Hours isn't bad. Raiders, uh, uh, Temple of Doom? I hate a Temple of Doom. I thought that was the worst one out of all the movies. Okay. <clears throat> so that one doesn't. All right. So... Uh, Clerks 2 isn't bad for a sequel. You know what, dude? Clerks is really good. Actually, Clerk, Clerk is such a cool no. classic. I take oh, Clerk, no, I, 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 Clerks, Clerks 2 over. Time, but as far as a sequel. Yeah, Clerks 2 over Clerks 1, I take that. I, I agree wow. with you, Rob. Yeah. What about Rocky 2? None of the Rocky movies. Don't no. look at me like that. No, Rocky 2 is not better than Rocky 1. No, you're right. No, Rocky 2 was not better than Rocky No, actually, 1. Clerks 2 is I like Clerks 2 better than Rock, Clerks 2, or Clerks 1. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm, I'm just saying that Clerks 2 was a good sequel. Clerks, I think, is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, it yeah. just, but I my, can watch it over and over again. But my question was sequels that are better than original. That's tough. Godfather 2 is better than Godfather 1. 
T two is better than T two huh. Terminator one. Dark Knight was better than Batman Begins. And what was my other one? And the one you just said. Well, you said the clerks too, right? No, the one you the the one you just announced. Oh, aliens! Yeah, aliens is yeah. better than Alien One. Alien. My opinion. Those are, those are the four sequels to me that are better than the originals. That's my opinion. I'm sorry. What? We're the sequels that are better than the original. The uh, the Dark Knight. Uh-huh. Uh, he just showed up too, buddy. He's just taking a cigarette. Yeah. Um, Terminator Two. Terminator Two, definitely. Godfather Two. Definitely. Aliens. Never seen them. Oh, you never saw really? any aliens? No. Oh, no. dude, you got to fucking what? Aliens. Aliens, the second one? Ooh. Never seen any of them. So, another sequel that's better than... Um, Three hours tonight, boys. <laughs> usually, we do, Rob, I'm usually we do about two hours. Black two. No, Academy no. Two, more than Police Academy 1. Titanic. Black to Police Academy 2. Titanic Part 2. The Revenge. The Revenge. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing was better than watching Can the someone get me a beer? I might have shit my jo- pants. I'm, I don't want to stand up. Really? Jaws 2? Yeah, maybe. You I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. The Revenge. Jaws 2, The Revenge. I'm not Jaws sure. 2? No. Pants. No. Jaws 1 is... Dude, yeah, I, Jaws 1 was I like Revenge of the Nerds better than the original Nerds. Meh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's not a bad one. Aaron Noel is now three and four. Me, me personally, the Hangover Your too Asian. was. I thought the second Hangover was better than the first one. Oh no, week. no. I, I, I'm, I, I the Hangover too was good, but I, don't know I thought that. it was better than the first one. Phillies had as many errors as they had runs. That's good. Lord, nice. It's the ongoing trend in baseball. All right, ready uh, number four. All right, back to school. Oh, oh I love that movie. Yes, that's a good movie. The best part of that movie is when he's in economics class and the teacher's sitting there trying to explain about how to build a company. He goes, whoa, 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 you got it all wrong. And he's running through everything. He's like, I don't know if you know who runs concrete, but I can assure you it's not the Boy Scouts. And the Teamsters that get something done, well, you're going to have to rub some palms if you want to get those permits done. <laughs> he just yells at him. He's like, now, now, where, what's he start talking? He says something like, where's this being built? He's like, I don't know. It's a fictional town. It doesn't matter. He's like, how about Fantasyland? <laughs> or, or Sam Kennison losing his mind as the history. Oh, I forgot oh, about him being in that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, thank you, Mr. Helper. And he started, he yells back at him. It's great. Okay. So, but so, since we're on the yeah, Rodney Dave, Dave Peterson just said Men in Black 2. I disagree. The first one was better. Men in Black 2 was good, though. Yeah, it was good, but what I about, the first What one. about uh, the, 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 the fucking instant classic um, Caddyshack 2? Oh, I'm that, kidding. I'm kidding. Nah. That was the fucking worst. Yeah, that was terrible. I'm kidding. There's another sequel at number three. But hold on, on the Rodney Dangerfield thing, I don't know. This may be an unpopular opinion, but I think one of his best was Ladybugs. It was good. Ladybugs was funny. Holy yeah. crap, I got a lot of balls. <laughs> the whole I know is I got a lot of balls. Yeah. And then when he's telling the bartender, I dress my girlfriend's kid up like a girl and talk them into playing with me. <laughs> Get the fuck out! And they throw me out. 
Do you know the story when he got the Caddyshack role? If you watch on, I think it's is it Netflix. Maybe they do like a whole thing on how the movie was made. Mm-hmm. When he came yes. first, first his first meeting with the producer, he sits down and he just starts doing lines of coke. <laughs> Dude, and, and the best part about Caddyshack is that um, Bill Murray and Chevy Chase fucking hate yeah. each other. Each other. Hate each other. So like all, uh, some of the outtakes when they're riding from from one set to another, Bill Murray, I think I think it was Bill Murray would be riding the golf cart and fucking like do quick turns and shit to knock Chevy Chase off and fucking knock him off and just keep riding. <laughs> they fucking hate each other. So that one scene about the Kentucky bluegrass was completely uh, ad libbed. Yep. It was just well, like no, they can't work together. and We just got to see what we can come up with, and they just well, filmed it. <laughs> Well, um, Bill Murray was supposed to be a bit part in that film. Then I think after that scene, they started writing more stuff for him. And he, that's yeah, awesome. He's amazing yeah. in that movie. That, you got and, and yeah. There's a thing about Bill Murray where it, just follow him around. He just shows up at random places and parties with people. I it's saw that. Dude, awesome. it, it's all. It's, it's all like, um, is this true or not? Like, oh yeah, yeah, he showed up at my apartment and the band was playing. And he played saxophone or whatever the fuck it was. Like, that was <laughs> such a. That was a great show. Yeah. What was it? The Legend of Bill Murray, or something like that, right? Yeah, yeah. That was a great. That was a great uh, documentary. Yeah. I just want to smoke. Yeah, that was. Ah, that was awesome. All right, so what do you got? Number four, Mike. Number three. Uh, number three. Another sequel. Probably not better than the first. The Karate Kid Part Two. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. That was number three overall that year. Yeah. It wasn't good. I that. Uh, Rob, you're talking to a Karate Kid fan. Definitely not better oh, than the, the fuck up! Definitely not better than the first one, but I I, I like it. Uh, uh, yeah, it's fine. It just didn't move me. Basically, what Rob is saying is... To be fair. 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 To be fair, to be fair he said he didn't like it. <laughs> All right, what's number two? Da- Daniel son, this is not tournament. This is for real. Come on, man. Number two, Crocodile Dundee. Oh, oh the, fir- the right. first one? Yeah. That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. <laughs> this See, is a knife. Next time it's going to be shit on my dick <laughs> instead, instead of my, of my knife. knife. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the great oh. scenes in that film. We just said the knife one. The one when his limo driver, he you know, he looks at him, he's like, what tribe are you from? Because he's black and all the yep. people from Australia are black. And he looks at him like... What are you doing asking me that? And then later in the movie, he rips off the spoiler and throws it. And he goes, I knew you were tribal. He's like, huddle warlords. <laughs> and then the, the, other, the other great scene is when he walks into the biker bar because he's got to get the guys to help him. He's like, My man tells me that you guys are the biggest, baddest gang in New York. He's like, yeah, man. He's like, what did you guys do last night? He's like, man, we didn't do nothing. We were here all night. He's like, okay. He's like, you either can tell someone what you do last night, and you can say, you just stood around, you were here all night, or you can say, we went out with this crazy man out, out in the Hamptons, and we helped him storm a fortress. <laughs> and he's like, what do you think the odds are of getting out of here with your jacket? And he throws the knife against the wall. I love that goddamn movie. <laughs> People can't watch movies with me because I just. I dude, it's amazing. That, dude, no, I'm the dude. same way, Rob. I'm the yeah. same way. Yeah, dude. We uh, yeah, we we get along well. Like if <laughs> if I know a movie, like I don't just know it. Like I know it word for word. Like every Thanksgiving Eve, I'm watching planes, trains, automobiles. Oh my god! Oh, you're going the wrong. <laughs> what does he know? What we're going on? He's drunk. 
Or if I'm watching, uh, if I'm the Phillies are back below 500 now. If I'm watching Seinfeld, three, I just losing three straight. Oh yeah, oh, Seinfeld, Seinfeld dude, I can I can do a whole podcast with we you. We should do a whole show a as a low talker. If no, were, no, no, no. We should do a whole show as the close talker. <laughs> Judge, well, that'd be good so, for Gary because he has a fucking talking to Mike. Judge Reinhold's like, so how are you, where are you folks staying tonight? <laughs> and he's all up in her face. <laughs> you could do a whole show on Jerry Seinfeld's girlfriends and the ass that he had. Holy, I hope he banged half of them. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did. Yeah. Why is it that you squeal when you come? <laughs> Uh, absolutely, we should do, we should do the uh, the lo- the the, uh, the close talk with Gary, so that way he's in the microphone every fucking show. Yeah, that would work. That or uh, what? Who, uh, what's his face? The dude who plays um. How about I just family? Don't, how family about I just guy. don't come no more. And family guy, when he paints his face. Fuck. What the fuck's his name? Family oh. guy. Yeah, you didn't tell him. About. He the, uh, he plays the fucking dude in the wheelchair in Family Guy. Oh, I'm not. Oh, Peterman. Uh, no, no, I'm dumb. Putty. 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 Yeah, what's what? his fucking name? Hey, guys. Uh, yeah, um, his name's Putty in the show, but that's, um. Yeah, and he fucking. I'm ready for the game. He comes out his fucking face. Oh, yeah, 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 David. I, I, I just can't be with a face painter. <laughs> oh, that's cool. No problem. Gotta support the team. So then. So you're yeah. a face painter, huh? Yeah. yeah, that's yeah right. So so then later in the in the episode, she's like, Patrick, there's, there's, uh, Patrick Wal- Warburg. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. Well so they're done, sitting well there, so they're sitting there, and he's eating dip, and he's like, Why can't dip be like a meal? Why is it only like a snack? I don't understand things like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'll be back. We'll make out. <laughs> <laughs> I loved any time Elaine was in a leotard. It did it for me every time. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. Totally, dude. I was obsessed with fucking Elaine when that show was on. Take yeah. clothes off, baby. Yo, she fucked every dude she dated, though. Good for her. Absolutely. And you know what they said to her? Get this through your head, you Jew motherfucker, you. <laughs> Two hottest girls he had besides your, your Elaine. Your dad sucked in Jaws, and I'm going to tear your asshole up. <laughs> 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 what was, what was, hold on, was in the middle. I'm sorry. Nah, the two hottest, his two hottest girlfriends were Taryn Hatcher and then the model on the on the plane at first class when they were he was putting their slippers on. She was like the supermodel. Oh my god! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. oh my god! That's right. Yeah, Terry, they're real and they're spectacular. They weren't real, but they were still great. Yes, they were spectacular though. <laughs> I believe in a woman's it's right to choose. true. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> oh, Dolores! Dolores! <laughs> Rhymes with a female body part. <laughs> Dude, one of the best episodes, though, was fucking when George was pretending to be a fucking marine biologist. <laughs> when he was pretending to be a marine biologist. The sea was angry that day, for my friends. Yeah. Like an old man in a deli trying to send back soup. So I reach into the blowhole and I pulled out a golf ball, a, a titleist, and was Kramer it a and Kramer. Is that a titleist? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the same episode when Kramer he's hitting the golf balls into the fucking into the fucking ocean, and he comes in Jerry's apartment. You want these? I don't own. I suck, and he throws the fucking clubs at him, and he's sitting on the chair. See, I can see it, and he's like. <laughs> I I love when 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 Jerry wants to uh, date his girlfriend's roommate, 
So him and George come up with the idea to have a threesome. Yeah, it's a big elaborate thing. Jerry yeah. comes back, meets George. What did she say? They're into it. Jerry <laughs> goes, I, I'm, I'm not an orgy yeah, guy. I'm <laughs> not an orgy. I got to change my apartment. <laughs> George goes, what are you, crazy? That's like discovering plutonium by accident. <laughs> Not an orgy guy, dude. I, my my. I'm gonna change my apartment and have red lights all over the place. And oils and things. And yeah. Fuck. <laughs> all right, my top. Uh, I don't know if it's my top three. My top. The three I go to right away is the is the uh, um the, the the fried chicken. Oh uh, yeah, when the Jerry Kenny Rogers, like the, no, the, Ken, the Kenny Rogers one, the sign in his apartment window. Yeah, and the Jerry White House like Kramer yeah. and Kramer acts like Jerry. And that you, one's great. You see the the sauce over his face, <laughs> and the light goes out. Kenny, yeah, he's the, sitting on his chair. He's like, the, the, the second is the um the ugly baby, and the it shrunk episode. That's the same episode, right? I was in the pool. Yeah. And the first is the the um the the contest. The contest is good. I love the fatigues with oh. with with uh, Frank, and Frank was the cook during the Korean War. The that's oh, oh hilarious. God, that's great. That is- He's like, Ichi now Korea, 1945. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Before he starts talking, he, pull, he, yeah. he's, he he's pours the Hennigans because he's got to drink the whiskey because it's so hard for him to talk about it. But if you have the DVDs of Seinfeld, which are great, and before each episode, there's a 10-minute thing, how they came up with the idea, and almost all those ideas happen to the guys that wrote it. Like, they had it on, like, the contest was real, the Kenny Rogers things, it really happened. Oh, my God. Well, it really happened. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, well, fucking, what's the? I mean, if you're asking me, my top three, like the contest is in there. That's that might not be my top three. Um, the one where uh, uh, Kramer turns his apartment into a smoking lounge. That one's good. Or 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 he turns it into the um, Merv Griffin show. Yeah, yeah. George. But when he turns it into the smoking lounge, and then he's in Jerry's apartment, and his teeth are all brown. He's yeah. like, your face is all craggly. Your, your teeth are all brown. He looks in the toaster, and he's like, ah, look away. I'm hideous. <laughs> Y'all take a look at this man. He's hideous. Yeah. He's, um, who, who told you to put the bomb on? I didn't nobody told you to put the bomb on. on. Nobody knows what a bomb can do. Yeah, and then at the, that one might be another seat that they're all popping in my head. I can't make a top three, but the one when Crane, oh, I made a deal. What do you mean, made a deal? What we get? And Kramer's the fucking Marlboro man on the fucking horse at Times Square. <laughs> it's going down the street. Yeah. One of my favorites is Newman when he's driving the mail truck and it lights on fire. Uh, oh, the humanity! <laughs> that's when that's when Jerry got his car stolen. Yeah, yeah, and he's talking with the guy on the car. <laughs> Oh, they had uh, John F. Kennedy's Jr.'s golf or John Kennedy's golf clubs, and that's what he was tossing out as a beaver. Oh, and then another one is fucking um when Putty's the the the, the, the car salesman, and and, Jer- and Jerry thinks he's getting hosed, and he's like, "Yeah, copy your head of paper jam. I fixed it. High five. High five. Yeah, well, that that's also when George does the candy bar lineup because someone. Yeah, yeah, because the fucking vending machine yeah. robbed him. Eat all the candy bars. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can go on and on about that shit. That's the best sitcom ever. It is. I love it. And it, so if someone doesn't like Seinfeld, I don't trust them. That's a good point, Rob. There's something wrong, man. Yeah. Something wrong. 
Someone goes, Seinfeld's not funny. I'm like, I can't be friends with you. Can't do it. I may have seen every single episode at least 10 times. Oh, yeah. I got them all on DVD. So if I need to pass time for several hours, I just pop them in. It never gets old. No. No, it still holds up. It, it would come back today and be the number one show on television. Definitely. Definitely. Hands down. <laughs> did our coat, did our host disappear? Yeah, I did, think he, he did. I, I think but we should probably do the number one. Oh, right, we haven't even finished that. Yeah, we, we haven't even finished. We still have number one to go over. We went on. Somehow, Crocodile Dundee became Jerry Seinfeld. Sorry. My fault. Nah, it's nah, the way that this show goes. It's that, off the rails. That's Corner Pub Sports, Rob, honestly. Yeah. All right, what's number one, Mike? Number one is Top Gun. Oh, greatest soundtrack of all time, hands down. No way. Right? Yeah. No way. way. Right. Yeah, there's a lot better. No, like the first, the first one that pops in my head is no, the Crow. No. The Crow's really good. Oh, Days and Confused is really good. Uh, yeah. When you would buy a stereo, okay, uh, for your house, if Top Gun didn't sound good in the stereo, you didn't buy the surround sound system. You just did. You didn't do it. That's it. that soundtrack all the way through was good. Days that confused are they're I don't know they're older songs that are in that in that uh, in what, that the, soundtrack. The crow, the no, crow's really good. The crow did nothing for me. Really? How old are you, Rob? Wow, thirty nine did nothing for me. Really? Hmm. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, eh, didn't do anything for me. I love the crow soundtrack. Yeah, that that soundtrack's on like. Oh my God! It's a Queen of the Damned. Well, screw you guys. <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta disagree with you there, man. I, uh, that's okay. Highway to the Danger Zone. Yeah. All right, ready? So, some honorable mentions. I don't even have that many of them, and usually I have a ton. Number fourteen's Cobra. Love Another that movie. movie. Love that movie. What you gonna do, pig? The world, <laughs> the world's falling apart, pig. Oh, Roman Cabretti. Oh, Sylvester Stallone. Love that movie. Right? Yeah, Stallone. That, that arm. Yeah. That car he had in that. That car was badass. Oh, is that what it was, bro? A forty-nine Merc. Oh my God, that car was badass. All right, number 15, Stand By Me. That's a good one. I like Stand By Me Great a lot. Movie. Mm-hmm. River Phoenix, man. All right, that's all we got. I mean, okay. Number 16. He killed himself. The Color of Money. Is that the, is that the Paul Newman and Tom Cruise about pool? Yeah, the pool? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, that's a good movie. Yeah. Number 17, Police Academy 3. Oh, yeah. I love all. Police Academy was good up until about five, and then, and then it was six, then it really hit the shitter. Which one is three? Three is. Is that Citizens on. on Patrol? Yeah. No, four Citizens. Back, on it's Patrol. back in something. Hold on. One, two. Back in two. Oh, no. three, three is with the two Police Academies, and the Regatta gets. The, all the people get held hostage in the Regatta. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. When when uh what's uh, what's his name eats all the shrimp and they set him up with the hooker. <laughs> I knew way too much about Police Academy. I always had a thing for uh, Callahan. They're good though. Like like most of them hold up. 
first, first ever movie appearance for David Spade in Police Academy. Oh, oh shit. That's not skateboarding. This is skateboarding. Yeah, wow. That is David Spade. Yes, it is. I got too much useless information. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're jumping down to number 26. The Fly. That's I don't think a, I ever saw The Fly. You never see. Oh, my God. That's so good. That's uh, Gina David and Jeff, and Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Um, the original was uh, the original's terrible, honestly. Um, but the remake that, that that movie was great. Jeff Goldblum was was unbelievable in that, honestly. Yeah, that was good. Number twenty-seven, the Money Pit. Money uh, Pit was okay. Yeah, that's a uh, Tom, Tom Hanks Cruise. with the house. Tom Hanks yeah. with the house. Yeah, Tom, Tom, yeah, Tom Hanks. Sorry, the Tom yeah, Tom no, Hanks, uh, yeah. the money pit. Oh, the money pit. Yeah, when he's going up the steps and the steps just collapse. <laughs> yeah, that, that's the, that's fucking clear. And then the, the, the part when when he he's staying on the rug upstairs and he just falls through the floor and all he could do is laugh. He's like, ha 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 ha. Dude, it's right. Oh, that's, that's great. All right, two more. All right. Number 46, Friday the 13th, Part 6, Jason's I Revenge. I don't even know which one that is. Wait, that, that, Part 6 in 1986 already? So, yeah, yep. and the movie came out, in, the first one came out in 80. Yeah. So they came right? out with one every year. So I they guess. were making one every year. So, 86. So, eight. by the way, Part 6 is. um. Oh, no, it's Part 5. What was that? What's part six called? Jason something. Jason's Revenge, is it? Or it's number? F- I'm trying to remember because it wasn't really Jason. It was. Oh, that. It was one. Tommy. Uh, what the fuck was his name? Yeah, that- Tommy something, and he was Jason. And then you find out the and then the movie it was the wrong like it wasn't really Jason. Yeah, yeah. that one. That one was terrible. And then seven star, seven was a new chapter, which was actually a pretty cool one. Yeah, seven was all right, but like. That, that, that six was terrible, mm-hmm. and then seven was alright. But after that, it was like, uh, all right, stop. Yeah, yeah. After the seventh one, you're like, I had enough. Jason, <laughs> after the seventh Jesus, one, space. Yeah, yeah. And, but se- right. seven was the first one where, like, like, well, we'll probably get to seven in a couple of years, in a year or two, or a week yeah. or two, I should say, mm-hmm. when we do eighty-seven or eighty-eight. Uh, but new blood, the new blood, I liked a lot. I, I thought that was pretty cool. She had like, like telekinetic powers, and like she fucking bust the mask off his face, and you see his fucking mask off, his face all fucked up. I was done with it at that point. Yeah. All right. All right. Still- so the, the last one, number ninety-seven. I'm surprised it was this low. It did come out in November, though. Hoosiers. Oh, that's a great. That's eighty-six. Yeah, November of eighty-six. Oh shit. Dustin Hoffman as the drunken father. Uh, by the way, Peterson, uh, Dave Peterson said when Kramer spit on uh, on. Oh wait, Sheffield. Oh Sheffield, yeah. Did you guys mention that already? No, no it wasn't Sheffield. It was um. No, it was, it was uh, Keith Hernandez. Yeah, Keith Hernandez. When they did the Zapruder film, yeah. With him. yeah, it was Keith Hernandez. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So let me th- explain uh, here, as I have heard this story a few times. This is one magic loogie. <laughs> and it spun in midair, mind you. Yeah, it spun in midair. When, when fucking George made the team go in all cotton pants. 
Was that the was that the one oh, where it was yeah. supposed to be like magic bullet and it was like back and to the left? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the first game in cotton pants, they played great. They had a couple home runs, and then they all started to start ripping. Oh man! Oh. Remember when George is looking for a black friend, and he calls the exterminator that exterminated George's Jerry's apartment because Newman left a Klondike wrapper wrapper in Jerry's couch. <laughs> Oh, Poppy, no! <laughs> I am going to prepare the meal uh, for you and my Audrey personally. Jerry's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm about to go watch Seinfeld after this. I know, right? <laughs> Fucking Rob, I'm like, I, you know, Rob's like, how long is your show? I'm like, eh, 8.15 to 10.15, two hours. He's I said, you can stay as little as long as you want. Fucking three hours later. What did we, what did we ever end at 10.15? We used to do three hours, then I cut it down to an hour. Unless it's fun, then I go more than an hour. Yeah. That's- well, usually, no, honestly, we've been we've been doing okay. We've been about the two-hour mark the last couple weeks, and then, yeah. Sometimes, but this is actually, um, Rob, this is the second week that we're actually back live in the studio yeah. after COVID, so. Yeah. Like this, the second time in fourteen months that we're live in studio. Yeah, I was essential. I kept doing it. Yeah, nah, I kept having people show up. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, not. I was a little more. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I hear you. We had to do them. Pussified. <laughs> no, nah, you got a family and shit. We had to do what we had to do. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's I okay. Wish. You're like all my friends who are married. You know, they got to listen to their wives. That's that's right. Kids. That's. Yeah, kids. that's yep. it's true. Where's where's the it's true? It's true. I'm the one of the last of the Mohicans with all my friends. I'm the only one that's single with no kids. Last of the Mohicans. Hey. <laughs> for you, Dave. Dave just said we lost Gary. We sure did. You can see Gary on that. No, there he is. A, he's awake. Yeah. He's just had enough. He's awake. Yeah. Gary did the Houdini act sober. Yeah, he's actually sober. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sober Houdini. Sober Houdini. <laughs> well. Guys, uh, did, uh, do you have any more, Mike? Nah, that's it. All right. Guys, this is fucking fun as fuck tonight. Yeah, that was a great show, man. So, Rob, where can people find your show, brother? Anywhere you can get a podcast. Spotify, Stitcher, there's like 40 of them. You can find the podcast there, the Rob V Show, uh, the Rob Believer Show on YouTube, uh, Twitter, Believer State 2, Instagram, the Rob V Show. Uh Plug for the New Orleans Packers. If you guys like good semi-pro baseball, watch the best college talent in the area. Check out the Sports Fan Base Network to check out all our games. And of course, uh, check out GreenLegion.com for all the trips. We'll be in Vegas. I'll be out there with Hollis Thomas. A lot of the uh, ladies in the business we know are out there. So if you find me in Vegas, it'll probably be a good time. So check out GreenLegion.com too. Yes, sir. Um, I, I had unfortunately had to back out of the trip um, for circumstances that i did not see coming um but yeah they, they have great packages going the, the vegas package is up and running greenlegion.com uh you can fly a charter flight if you want with all a bunch of eagles fans if you want to do a, your own flight you can do that if you want to fly another uh, another flight you can do that uh four to three nights i think are available um different pricing definitely check them out um and, and, and you can yeah. call and talk to connie on the far end you sure can and she's very uh very nice very nice. She she immediately responded, dude. It was awesome. 
and, and Connie, oh, yeah, she, I didn't know Connie was that hot, dude. That's that's crazy. Yes, Connie's a ten, folks. Connie's a ten. Oh, motherfucker. Maybe I should just re up my trip and go. Will Connie be there? Yeah, I don't know why. Unless there's a death in the family, you should not be missing Las Vegas, especially with this goddamn crew. Yeah, I, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, um, I, are, are you are you married? If you're married, you probably shouldn't come. <laughs> I'll have to come, man. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just yeah, yeah. I'll see you videos and pictures. Yeah, there you go. So, yes. There well, you we're go. expecting some pictures from you, Mister. Yeah, Mr. we're Adults. hoping we're hoping you become a, you know, a friend of the show, Rob. This no, was, yeah, of course. Whenever you guys need somebody out of the bullpen, just call me. Yes, absolutely, man. This and, was and, fucking great, dude. Yeah, this was a great time, and 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 uh, same for you, man. You know, you you need a co-host, hit us up. We'll, uh, right. we'll come on your show too. So, uh, yes, yeah, it was a great time, and we had a blast. Uh, and of course, we want to thank, you know, like like Rob just said, you know, check out the Rob V Show, Mr. Rob Velvis for joining the show tonight. Uh, Ryan, Gary, Mike, and myself, we do this every Friday night on uh, on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and of course, same thing. If you download it, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, what is it, Gar? Satchel. That's right. And anywhere else you download the show, you can do that. So uh, we thank you guys so much for listening. This is a long one, but this is a fun one, man. Seinfeld, all kinds of shit. This is a great show. We had a great time tonight. We will talk to you guys next week. Mike. Penis out. So. Mike with the penis out. Uh, there we go. All right, see you guys.